The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making Here you talk. Here comes the sun. Do, do, do. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, do do do. Here comes the sun, I say it's all right. Little darling, the smiles returning to the faces. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Sun, 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 here it comes. 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 Little darling, I feel that ice is slowly melting. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been clear. But here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say it's all right. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun. It's all right. It's all right. Baby, I'm amazed the way you love me all the time. And maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you. Maybe I'm amazed the way you pulled me out of time. You hung me on a line Maybe I'm amazed at the way I really need you
Maybe I'm amazed at the way you're with me all the time. And maybe I'm afraid of the way I leave you. And maybe I'm amazed at the way you help me sing my song. You write me when I'm wrong. Maybe I'm amazed at the way I really need you. You're a pervert. Oh, what a start to the show, dear listener. Sorry, we might play. Oh, my headphones aren't plugged in. That was um, that was delightful, wasn't it? Paul McCartney's yeah. a dirty boy, though. It sounded like he was being blown. Here's the thing. Here's something I found out recently. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I got a sore throat. I don't know if it's going to make it through the whole show tonight. Here's the thing. Do you know what drug? The Beatles were predominantly taking in the studio when they made Sergeant Pepper. Um, nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, was it like? Um... No, maybe not so much in the studio. But the the the, the drug that fueled Sergeant Pepper. Pepper. No. So, right, the answer is the answer is supposed to be LSD, right? It's not. They were taking loads of cocaine during Sergeant Pepper. Isn't that funny? I didn't know that. I didn't know the Beatles were a cokey band. Also. Pepper doesn't sound cokey. Oh. We're doing coke. Sound cross enough, does it? No, it's not sound cross enough at all. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Oh, you know you do, mate. You all right? I've got a cold, Dave. How are you doing? Oh, Join the club. The cold club. Yes, the man food club. I was watching. Well, no, it's not man food. I've got. I'm not. I've not said it's man food. I've got a cold. Here's the problem I've got. Is I gulp down. Lots of air. And, of course, as regular listeners will know, I am physically unable to belch. He hasn't got a second sphincter. I haven't got a sphincter in my mouth. And um, so I can't, I can't burp. Um, so I get very trapped wind in my chest, and it's very... I tell you, Dave, it's very, very painful. But I'm what being very... Um, well, no, because that's different air. I could do that at the drop of a hat or a drop of a shat. But that is different... That is different air. It's not the same air. If I fart, that's not going to relieve the pressure. Eight minutes in. Eight minutes in, and this is where we're going. If I oh, fart, no. though, that's not going to re- re- release the pressure on my chest. It's not, but it's different air. There's a, a mile of intestine. Then did I touch your toes? What for? Well, to release the air. From where? From the track wind. When did you qualify as a doctor? He sounds like he knows what he's never. I've never <laughs> been a doctor. Well, he's, he's touching his toes. If he sprains something, <laughs> it's on you, doctor. I'll, I'll go with that one. Didn't work, mate. Sorry, mate. Anyway, look, listen, I, I had to phone you. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, Jesus, what do you want? What do you want? A medal? <laughs> we should, right, hey, we should start giving out medals for long-time listeners, first-time callers. Where do we give out medals? When are we going to do uh, membership cards once? Yeah. Let's discuss that in a minute. Yes, David, come on, get Don't to the get point. Don't get Right, anyway, now, me and my wife, we lead quite boring lives. We both, well, we, we work, we've got two kids, my wife's in the background. Basically, we've got a boring life, so we, we say, oh, what are you going to have for your dinner tonight? What we have? So we get home, we have dinner, we watch telly, everything. We've got a family chat group on a WhatsApp all right. where Jesus. all the people in our family, we send each other pictures of our dinner. 
Okay. Oh my god. So, right. When you yeah, said you had a boring life and you get in and you you know and, and ask what's for dinner and stuff, I was thinking, do you realise how lucky you are? Lots of people would love to live no. drama free like that. But when you talk about WhatsApp groups with dinners on, yeah. you're taking it oh, a yeah. step further, and I cannot endorse it. No. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa! What was that? <laughs> right. Here's a game we're going to play. Before we get to your thing, here's a game we're going to play. What okay. song is Paul McCartney singing here? What? <laughs> here we go. I'll give you a little uh, bit more. What? What song? Not the frog song. No, definitely not the frog, not frog, frog song. What she said? What song? She said. What song is that, dear listener? One of the most famous. Is it Jet? Let's find out. Let's find. What she said? Oh. Let's find out. Yes. Yes. Yes, Dave. So you take pictures of your dinner and you send them to your family. Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, Where yeah. did it all go wrong? I know. This is. I know. I'm 38 years old and this is my life. So anyway, now this is. You're either going to think this is quite funny or this is actually a pile of poo and okay. you're going to tumbleweed it. So anyway, my wife's going. Oh, I can't wait to have this pork chop for dinner. I've got it out of the freezer. She's frozen it, putting it in tin foil. Oh. It. I've got a lovely pork chop for my dinner tonight. So it's just oh. you know. Anyway, you get down, sat down, have a dinner, and yeah. she goes. This tastes funny. No. So, so she does get she's cooked it. She's cooked it all. So she cuts it in half. And what she's realised is she's cooked a whole pack of bacon. What, sorry? <laughs> 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 what, a, a whole slab. <laughs> a whole slab of bacon that we've had in the freezer. And... <laughs> Thinking it's a pork chop, and she's oh, cooking it. Mate, I've she's just seen. Uh, you just you've tweeted the pictures and the captions. So there's a picture yeah. of this slab of pork, and the the caption underneath it is Terry Terry dinner pics, right? Yeah. <laughs> These are the people in the group: Ash, Beth, Terry, Terry's my father-in-law, Helen, right. Josie, Lou, Mum, Terry Bro Thompson. Um, <laughs> that's all we can see. And the caption underneath is pork chop. Been so <laughs> looking forward to this all day. Next one. Oh, no, it's not. It's a pack of bacon that I froze. I bet that was salty <laughs> as. Yeah, first world problems. I just thought I had to ring up and talk about it. That was it. Oh, Beautiful. mate, it's... Uh, how many people How many people are in this group? How many people are in Eleven. Eleven. <gasps> so what is... Um, yeah. All right, what is... What is Biff... in Margate. What is Biff having for... What is Biff having for dinner tonight? I've got no idea. What's Biff having for dinner? Biff's my aunt. She's out for dinner. Oh, she's out for dinner. Oh, she's oh. gone out. She's rock and roll. She's out. All right. What's um? What's what's oh, Lou my having? My father-in-law's had a packet of super noodles. Oh, oh no! Poor blow. What's going on there? What's Hello. what's what's Lou having? What did Lou have? No, no, I'll have to ask her. Could you could you te- could you should we tweet it? Should we get timeline? Get in the get in the WhatsApp. <laughs> can we can hashtag we... family dinner pics? I think we need this as a feature every night from now on. Yeah. You need to ring us up with an update of your dinners. <laughs> So did you, did you, did you eat the bacon? You had to, didn't you? Of course you would. You, you, did you eat? Well, you threw half of it. You had some of it. She loved eating gravy as well. <laughs> but I bet, <laughs> I bet that gravy. I'd be disappointed, but I'd, I'd eat it. Yeah, it'd be salty though. That's right. Yeah, no, it was gutty. She, she, she actually was gutty. I had cabbage in a jacket. So did she? <laughs> cabbage in a jacket. Did, did, did she actually? Does, does this? Does the pork chop actually exist? Well, obviously, is there a pork chop in the freezer? No. No, there isn't. <laughs> it was always the bacon. What's your missus called? 
Ashley. Ashley, I love you, Ashley. You're, you are brilliant. You can cook me a pack of frozen uh, um, uh, bacon any time you, you want. Ashley. You don't want to cook him. Uh, it's, I do. It's <laughs> when did you last cook, Dave? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a different subject, that is. All right. Well, do you, hang on. You, anyway, home, you homeschool your kids? No, she doesn't. No, she no. no. I, I call I, no. I call her Jay Goody as a nickname. So that's why I said, wait till I homeschool the kids. Oh God! Right. All right. Yeah. Listen, Dave. Thank you very much. No, thank no, you. Thank no, you, no. Ashley. Yeah. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand WhatsApp groups. I'm quite new to. I joined one after the jungle, and then I left it like like twelve hours later. And that that one is still going. They always, they always have to have funny titles, and that one is called um, I think they're called the Bushwhackers. Wow. Well, people keep adding me to them when they're trying yeah. to organise nights out, right? Yeah. Well, I've added you to one to try and organise. Yeah. A night out. Yeah. Well, I'm already going to that, so I know what's going on. I don't oh, need to contribute. What I can't bear, though, okay, well, is, you know, the emails where people reply to all every time. Yeah. I've got a group of friends, and bless, I love them to bits, but <sighs> just tell me when you're going out and I'll see if I can come. I don't need to hear every flipping burp and fart along the way. It drives me no. nuts. So when they add me to the WhatsApp groups, I mute them for a year. Jeez. I, no, the people that don't reply all are the ones that I think should be executed. Oh, that's me. No, you re- reply all. Because then I'm like, well, hang on. So, Steph has... I don't know who I'm called Steph. I, I'm about to list some made-up names. So, Steph has replied to me, but John and Tony, they're not in it. and that, But they were in it when I... So, right, so then... Right, OK, so that's reply. So then I've got to add John and Tony back into it. But then, then Tony just replies to me. I'm thinking, you're idiots. Just... I want, well, then, then I'm trying to arrange up a, a time to meet them to execute them. No, here's scumbags. the deal. You organise yourselves and I'll see if I want to come. Okay, now you go, uh, you, you see. 03444991000 is the telephone number uh, if you want to give us a call. See, Matthew Wright's got a boner because the listening figures are up. Mate, you've been here 20 minutes. You've been here 20 minutes. Those aren't your listening figures. Do you not know how Rage Art works? It takes, it takes six months, it takes nine months to a year for the listening figures to be yours, you absolute prune. Go and show more pictures of your baby. This is the late night alternative. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very high on Lemsip. And I'm looking forward to going home and having some night nurse. Oh. So I've got some night nurse. That's my little treat. My little treat when I get home. Some night nurse, some psychedelic dreams. That stuff is insane. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, you know, 03444991000, your calls will be gratefully appreciated tonight because the voice is going. Um, but you're going to do a great show. We're going to do a, It's going to be one of the best shows, I guarantee it, but the voice is going. So, uh, yes. Can I, we don't do Brexit, but I, I, I found it very peculiar. Well, I don't understand. So this man, Tusk, yes. said this thing mm-hmm. that he thinks there's a special place in hell for those who... Prom- I'm paraphrasing ever so slightly. And I should get the exact quote because it's important. There's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without a sketch of a plan of how to deliver it. Get the quote because the quote is actually important. And I know there's notice the son have pr- printed it but missed off the end bit. Um, get the quote because the quote is, is the important yeah. thing. And then, then we continue. And that, then we continue. Because I'm, I'm scratching... I don't understand... I don't understand how anyone could be so offended by this quote. What did he say? 
He what said, did he say? He said, there's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out safely. Right. How is that? Here is. Here's the tweet. I've been wondering what that special place in hell looks like for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out okay, safely. Okay, because he said it and then he tweeted it. If you're angry, right, we don't do Brexit, but I'm genuinely, I mean, I'm interested. If that, if that quote, that line, it's a, it's a, it's a good line. It's, a, it's, um, you know, it's a little bit. It's a good line because it got, got a lot of press. It's got us talking about it, and we don't talk about it. If you're annoyed or angry or upset by that line, can you phone in and explain to me why? Because I don't get, I don't get how that sentence, that that quote, in its taken verbatim. Uh, I don't understand how that could make anyone upset or angry. So phone if 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 you if you've heard that and um and I know it's not really our audience so we probably won't get any calls but I've heard a lot of other people on other radio stations phoning in very very angry at that line and I don't I genuinely don't get it. So if someone can phone in you'll get a fair crap crack of the whip crap at the whip as well. Crack crap at the wick. 0344 499 1000 how and why can you be angry at that line? I don't get it. I don't see what's offensive in there that's caused you to um, throw your toys out of the pram. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. And I wonder. I wonder if you're hearing and you're seeing something that isn't there. The Sun have um, have done it on a big page. They've done a big page. Um, read it out again. Oh, okay. <clears throat> he says, "I've been wondering what that." Sp- uh, blah, blah, blah. This is from the BBC, um, saying there's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out safely. Okay, because the son have got it. Just when you think EU can't sink any lower, Tusk claims. There's a special place in hell for Brexiteers. No. Which is not what he said. So if you're if you're angry by by what he actually said, and I know it's not really our audience. Our audience are kind of generally sort of left of centre, um, artistic, creative. Um, we're about to speak to Noel Taylor, so I'm you know I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm describing him. But artistic, creative, open-minded, broad-minded, um, free thinkers. The majority. We get a few, you know, who are the other end, but. Um, so I suspect that, that uh, our audience will be there kind of getting the point I'm heading towards. But if you uh, are angry or you know someone who's angry at that, could you give us a call, please? Because I, I, I found it all fascinating. 0344 499 let's, let's do it. Let's go to Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Hello, Ian. Hello, Cuff. Hi, Noel. Noel, what can we do for you on this uh, holiest of holy nights, the night we celebrate Christ's actual birth? Um, yeah, I've, I've invented something for uh, fan of only. So what it is is uh, basically uh, at the moment with a fan oven, you have air coming out the door. What did you invent it, for ovens before? You, didn't you invent a, an oven tray? Yeah, that that was for pizzas. Pizza, you've a pizza tray. Yeah, yeah, and we found they already existed. Okay, but I like the fact that you're coming back. So fan ovens. Um, I don't have a fan oven anymore, but I did use a fan oven this evening to put a lasagna in for the boys. So let's, so I know what, what they're like. 
talk to, talk to me, brother. Talk to me. Uh, See, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, there's heat and uh, smoke that comes out through the door at the moment into your kitchen. Well, hang on. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Smoke. Where's, the, where's the smoke? What's the smoke, mate? You need to clean your oven. <laughs> yeah, I do have it cleaned quite regularly. Smoke doesn't come from an oven. It is if you burn it. OK, he's got, he makes a great point. Okay. I cannot argue with that. those stats, yeah. So, so what it is is uh, there's a pipe comes from the back of the oven and it goes up to a vent. This is you your invention. Above. Yeah, yeah, that you normally have above the oven, but yeah. it can dog leg and go off on a tangent and go out the vent to our outside the house. You've invented an uh, oven chimney. Basically, yeah. Well, can I? Okay, and how much would that cost to to build and install? Um, well, it needs to be a new designed fan oven. Mm-hmm. Newly designed because it had come direct from the oven, back of the oven. Okay, so it just goes straight up perpendicular. Okay, okay. Can I can I make a cheaper, easier suggestion that doesn't involve doing a hole in the ceiling? Well, the, most houses have vents anyway, don't they? No. The, what vents? Yes, they, do. they have a vent above the hobby. You have a, a vent. Oh, the well, the way is that filter. thing? The sucky thing. Yeah, no, What's it's it called um, um, a def- defibrillator. No, a extractor fan. Extractor fan. But they don't extractor do anything, fan. do they? No, they just. Where does it extract they, to? They, there's a there's a sort of it's absorbent um, sort of uh, membrane thing that it goes through. Oh, it? like the asbestos yeah, yeah, pads but, in science. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes that's just internal. But you can get them that go to the outside vent to the outside can of the you? house. Here, but here's my tip. Here's my tip. Don't burn stuff. I don't get smoke in my oven because I don't burn stuff. Well, I don't have it cut, cleaned out very often, to be honest. You just told me you had it cleaned out quite often. Well, about once every every year, I'd say. That's quite often. That's a lot. Fifty pounds it costs. Do it yourself, you lazy kid. Thinking about it. Do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I could do. I you you spent this an afternoon. You get your marigolds. You get some Mister Muscle. You get some for the trays. You got like, put them in like plastic bags, haven't you? And soak stick them in it. the garden and yeah. that. Spend an afternoon. Beautiful. It does mean that for the next two weeks your food will taste of bleach, but you know it's clean. You know it's you know it's clean. You know it's clean. Um, just don't burn stuff. You still got the problem of the, of the heat coming out into the kitchen from through the door. Don't forget. I quite like that. Well, no, but heat doesn't come out of the oven. It does. It no, no, it doesn't. Only if you open the door. No, no, it does come out automatically at the top of the oven. It does on mine anyway. Your oven's crap. You want yeah, a good oven? The, the door? No, the door doesn't even get warm because they're like double insulated now. What are you yeah. cooking? Coal? <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. What, I like that. What did, you, what did you think of my invention the other day of uh, changing the moon into the sun? I, I thought it was uh, mirrors. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was bollocks. <laughs> oh wow! You didn't even dress that up. <laughs> if I'm honest, that was when Robbie Vincent was in, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. I quite like mirrors. I quite the like the night time. Why, why do you want to do away with night time forever? It's quite useful. Night time is the right it, time. Because it'll make a paradise. No, but paradise is night time. No, it isn't. You speak to God about it. Daytime's God. Hang on, we, we got, we got God on the line. Hang on. Ken, is night time paradise or is daytime paradise? Is nighttime paradise or is daytime paradise? Arsenal, because Noel, Noel was saying that nighttime is for the devil. Is that right, Noel? Darkness is the devil. Prince of darkness, the devil is. 
Well, the, the devil certainly moves in darkness, but paradise is actually another name for heaven where God dwells mm. in his that's presence, right, yeah. invisible that's presence. Right. That's right, but there's a paradise on earth that's going to be made. That's in the Bible. Oh, yes, that, that is the kingdom of God, which Christ yeah. will establish when he returns. He will yeah. establish God's kingdom on earth. It's in the Bible. How would you do, by the way? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch your name, sorry. Oh, Noel. Name? Noel. No, Noel, okay, Noel. Nice to talk yeah. to you, Noel. Are you a Christian, nice Noel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I believe that I'm Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Wonderful, brother. You're born again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. That's great news to hear that. Are you, are you born again? Are you Pardon? born again? You born again? Oh, yeah, born again thirty-seven years ago, Noel. Ken, I think you missed something. Noel actually thinks he is Jesus. Is that true, Noel? Yeah, yeah. I've got stigmas on my body. I'm the most creative person that's ever lived. Uh, I've had seven dreams that I'm Lord Jesus Christ, and other things as well. Oh well, I'm afraid you're deluded, dear Noel. I'm very sorry to tell you. You're not Jesus, my friend. You're the same as me. You're a sinner who needs Jesus. He loves you and died for us. You're not Jesus, my friend. I see that well, in love for well, I'm you. Not, I'm not going to argue because I'm God. I don't argue. Okay. Well, I don't okay. argue with it either, but uh, be careful because uh, you certainly are not Jesus. You're a creation of Jesus, a human being. Who, but Jesus loves you, no. Uh, do you ever go to any good uh, Christian churches for a visit? Yeah, I go to All Saints on the parade in Lamington Spa. Okay, I would encourage you, if you want to, uh, check out icr.org and creation.com in the internet and try and find a, a, a good uh, Pentecostal church and go and have a chat to the pastor and explain to him how you feel that you feel you're, you're Jesus and he will certainly like to talk to you and... Uh, uh, trying to give you advice, but that's entirely up to you. I think that makes a lot of sense, Noel. Go and have a chat with the priest about thinking you're Jesus, because um, from where I'm sat, it sound, it does sound a little concerning to hear you saying that. But surely that proves that I'm God. No. Invent, changing the, the mm. moon into the, the sun. Well, you haven't... No, it doesn't. It, uh, it, my, my... Have you... Oh, no, no. Um, I feel bad playing the All Saints now. Um... Uh, when, when, we've talked about this before now, but when did you last go and sp- see your doctor? Um, about uh, five months ago. Okay, I think you should go and see your doctor again, man, because hearing you... Listen, I get that you totally believe in Jesus. I get that. And in your um, in your dimension, in your universe, that is a reality for you, and I can't argue with your reality. But um, I would like to pour a little bit of cold water on your reality and say that the chances of you being Jesus are very, very, very slim, and your conviction that you are Jesus worries me slightly, worries me a lot, actually, because I know you're a good man. I've met you. You're a good man. You're a Well, bless you. But it... it, no. it, it hang on, hang on a second. I'll let you come back in, Ken, I promise. Um, Sorry. It just, it, it just concerns me that um, maybe you're not very well. No, I'm totally compassmentous. Don't worry. Don't worry... Ian. Okay. All right, Ken, go on. What were you going to say? Yeah, can I say a prayer for you right now, Noel? Can I say a prayer for you to Jesus and ask him to help you? Do you know what? I'm up for a bit of this. 
I'm up for a bit. Well, Jesus Christ is in heaven as well as me here, so okay. That's fine. Well, let's hear the prayer. Go on, Ken. No, I'm saying this sincerely to God because you need help. No, we all need help in life. I'm going to pray and ask God to help you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for allowing us to meet Noel tonight on the radio. I pray for this precious man, Lord. You know his thoughts. You know his motivations, Father. We ask you, Lord, to help him. We ask you, Lord, that you will direct him to good Christian people who will give him help and direction in his life. And, Father, I rebuke the devil from this man in the name of Jesus. And we give you thanks, Father, for hearing this prayer. So we leave it now in your hands, Lord. We ask you, Lord God, to direct Noel to good, genuine Christians who will love him and give him help and direction in his life. Amen. Amen. Uh, Ken, Amen. thank you Thank you for that. And, and now Thanks, a little Ken. dose of, uh, and I appreciate that, Ken, and to a lot of people that will mean a lot. I'm going to throw in a little bit of science and reality. I, I, I really wish you'd go and see a doctor, Noel. Just, no, I, don't just, worry. Well, why don't you go yeah. and, here's, no, 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 here's the thing. If, if you are Jesus, why don't you go and tell the yeah. doctor and, and tell him you're Jesus? Go and, go oh, and tell him. They know. They all know, know about it. Oh, I've been mate. with them for years. Oh, mate. All right, Noel. I, I, I worry about you, brother, but... Um, you can give us a call. Surely, you're, you're, you're a clever man. Surely, you know that if you put mirrors on the light side of the moon, yeah. it reflect the sun back onto <laughs> the earth. I think that's genius. I think that's a genius idea. Thank you, Noel. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thank you, Ken. Matthew, stay there. G, stay there. We'll come to you after this. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, so as you'll know, on the, I think this song's this song's probably quite appropriate after. Um, after that, bit of Dear God by XTC. Why, why the hell not? Big fans of XTC on the show. We've had uh, Andy's been on the show, hasn't he? Yes. And Colin and Terry have as well, actually. Of course they have. What, what am I thinking? I'm delirious, dear listener. I'm absolutely delirious. Uh, big fans of uh, uh, of them, and always support anything that they do, um, and anything that is done in the name of one of the greatest rock groups in the world. Uh, and I'm thrilled to say that from Edinburgh, we got Mark Fisher on. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. I'm thrilled to be with you again. It's nice to have you here. Now, you compiled, put together, edited the XTC Bumper Book of Fun, which was beautifully done. If you've not seen it, dear listener, we'll we'll give you links and stuff in a bit. Go and get your pens and papers. It's it's basically a compilation of kind of uh, the XTC fanzine. Fanzine. I can't speak. I'm really sorry. I'm losing my voice. (laughs) The XTC fanzine, but also with some new interviews with with fans and bands and things like that. And it looks stunning. It looks like an old-fashioned kind of kid's annual from 1978. It's beautifully done. Uh, well, Mark is uh, a glutton for punishment. He's a, he's, um, he just can't get enough of this. And you have got... An, it's not quite out yet. It's coming out soon. There's a new XTC book you've done. Yes, you're right. I, 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 a glutton for punishment. I've returned to the fray. Because, yes, initially the idea was to do... Uh, one retrospective return to my old fanzine days, which which turned out to be the the anthology which you've just described, the SDC Bumper Book of Fun, and um, actually in that art, in that book, one of the new articles was um, an interview with. Um, a number of stand-up comedians. I, I realised that stand-up comedians seem to be, and particularly the coolest stand-up comedians, seem to be XDC fans. Yeah. And who knew this? And so I found people like Stuart Lee and Kevin Eldon and Phil Jupiter and Paul Putner and Joanna Neary, and I got them to choose their favourite XDC songs and talk to each other about about their choices and, and, and what they thought about them. And I thought it was. A, I personally really thought it was a, a fantastic and fascinating uh, insight. They weren't being funny. They were just being fans. They were yeah. just 
being articulate and, and, and passionate about it. So my, my thinking was, well, if, if comedians can be as interesting as that, I wonder what uh, musicians w- could be like. And XTC are um, the sort of band that you, are, you either love or you don't really know about them. There isn't sort of a middle ground. Yeah. And th- there are musicians, they're musicians, musicians. So I wondered, well, I wonder if I could do something where I was talking to musicians and getting musicians to articulate what it is that they like about and what they hear when they hear their songs. And uh, one thing led to another, and here I am with... Uh, what do you call that noise? An XTC discovery book, uh, which is book number two. Who, who's in there? Is Dave Grohl in there? Because if you haven't, if, if if you haven't got Grohl in there, then I'm just not interested, and I would like to cancel my order. Now, did, is Grohl in try, there? I did try Dave Grohl and 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 didn't get, get a reply, but I've got lots of cool people. Um, Chris Go on. Difford from Squeeze. Oh, we love Chris Difford. I'm back in again. I'm keeping my order open. We love <laughs> Chris. Rick, Rick Buckler from the Jam, drummer of the Jam. Wow. I thought um, he was he 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 talked eloquently and passionately about. Um, uh, drums and wires, in particular, from the, and Terry Chambers as the drummer from from XTC's um, uh, early days, and 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 that's when he got into them with making plans for Nigel and and and, and that album. Uh, Tracy Brin from Voice Voice of the Beast Hive, Chris Butler from the Waitresses, Andrew Falkas, Future of the Left. Um, even got a a, a quick um, two sentence quote from Peter Gabriel, remembering when Dave Gregory uh, played on Peter Gabriel Three. Wow. Um, loads of uh, Stephen Page from the Bare Naked Ladies. Really? So they're, 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 you know, and and. and and these are just the sort of high-profile ones. I mean, it's, the, it's a who's who of, of guests that pe- people we've had sat in this studio. <laughs> we love Stephen Page. Oh, fantastic! What did what did he have to say? What what here? Because I guess he's North American, Canadian, obviously. So I'm guessing he's kind of more oranges and lemons kind of vibe, isn't he? Um, yeah, now I'll have to because there was something like forty different uh, interviews I was you doing. Mean you people. can't just he, call he them was, up immediately. What is this? He was, um, but he was, he was a, um, a, a definitely a huge fan. And uh, actually, I've got it in front of me now. He, um, the way I did it yeah. uh, was that I, I didn't. I got, I got each of the musicians in, the, in this sort of main big chapter of the book. Um, I got each of the musicians to choose their own uh, track, but also to, to choose a song for the for the next person to ooh, talk about. Oh, so I this, like this sort of, sort of days chain where they they're talking about their own they're talking about the one they've inherited and they're also talking about the one they're passing on so Stephen page from the bare naked ladies he inherited earn enough for us oh that's a song man that's uh, a and that, that came from uh, craig northy of odds as yep. a suggestion and um uh, uh, he described it as, as a sort of what you would like a Paul McCartney song to like, but often <laughs> off, off, off it isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he, he, this is how much of a fan Stephen Page is. He chose Terrorism, which is a B-side <laughs> from the meeting place. You know, you have to be a pretty yeah. uh, keen aficionado to, to be able to... Um, to, uh, to to sort of even know that song exists, and then he passed on uh, Brainiac's daughter from the Duke's Brainiac's daughter. Exactly. Fantastic! Oh, good for <laughs> so him. To, to say this book is geeky is an understatement. <laughs> How many of the, um, uh, the Catherine and I took a night off work to go and see TC and I Terry Chambers I you, and Colin I Molly. You there, yeah. yeah. How, how many of those did you go to? I did. The, I did four. I did that initial week. They did six altogether, and I did the uh, whatever it was, the, the Monday to Thursday. For everybody who was there, the Swindon Art Centre, which I think holds about two hundred, is a tiny venue, and they Not went even in. That. It's like one hundred and ten or something. Oh, really? is it that? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And they were. But, well, the thing is, they Colin was telling me they had less seats um, because they they wanted to bring in a massive mixing desk, like old school touring rock band mixing desk. I don't know if they actually did, but they said that they, they had to um, rope off a load of seats so they could fix this mix. Right, if if yeah, you yeah. weren't there, did listen, and I, I met, well, I met, I've worked with Paul, I think, years ago, but 
I reacquainted myself with Paul Putnam, which was lovely. Uh, if you weren't there, it was it was spiritual, it was holy, it was joyous. <laughs> and then the the sad news from Colin that he's had enough and he's out. He's he's he's, he's dipped his toe in. It. The water was cold. He's going back to bed. Yeah, and and in the new book, I've done a sort of a big overview of of the gigs and the run up to the gigs and it, and it and. Colin's news that, it, that, 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 that that's it for TCNI um, is obviously uh, very disappointing uh, to all the fans, but um, everybody, everybody's also very uh, grateful for the, for the fantastic concerts they did at the same yeah. time. So it does mean that that article, I mean, there are greater things to worry about in the world, but it does mean my article has a, has a, a proper beginning, middle, and sadly an end an as end. well to it. Here's, yeah. well, here's, yeah. the, here's, here's the thing, right? It, it, it may not quite be the end, in as much as I know for a fact that those shows were recorded... That's right. Professional, so, uh, multi-track yeah. recording. Like, I think you said there's like 22 tracks. And I, because I've got a tiny record label, and I spoke to him and I said, look, you know, I, don't, I hope I'm not treading any, any toes. You say you're out, but I would, you know, my record label would love to put it out. And we were chatting about it, and then I spoke to my business partner, and he said, yeah, great. We've got four really big, expensive releases coming out this year, so we can't even look at it this year. Mm-hmm. So, 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 Colin was not, of, and I don't want to, you know, speak on his behalf, but... He was not averse to, at some point, those recordings possibly, in some form or other, getting a legitimate release, whether it's with me next year or another record label or whoever. So they may, they may see the light of day. Well, it'd be great if they did, because they put so much effort into, as we were saying, six, six gigs. They, they rehearsed right. all through the, the summer months and put together what, you know, it could just so easily have been a sort of cheap nod in a sort of tributey sort of band way or a, you know a sort of chicken in the basket yeah. <laughs> circuit for whatever but it wasn't any of that they 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 did their own interpretations of the music they they, they it was of a very high quality in terms of the arrangements did and you the notice professionalism that towards the end of the run um terry chambers the drummer came out from behind the drum kit and um colin gave him a hug on stage did you notice that well, yeah, because I think they, that was that was that was my idea. I told Colin to do that. Yeah, and it absolutely needed to happen because it was. Yeah. I think just as they gained in um, confidence as, as that week went on, they they were just more f- comfortable with the audience yeah. and more comfortable with themselves. But you wanted and, to see yeah. the two of them interact, and that was my, I said. I sent Colin an email. I said Colin loved it. If I may make a little directorial suggestion, he needs to come out, and you need to acknowledge each other, and you will get the biggest cheer of the evening. And he emailed yeah. me the next night and went, you were bloody right. <laughs> so. No, you were right. It was exactly what the audience wanted. Because there was such, as you say, there was such love in, not just in the room, actually, in the whole of Swindon, because I was there for the whole week. Yeah. It, just felt, it just felt like the whole town was oh, full was of amazing. people slightly delirious, because... That I'm old enough to have seen XTC for real. That you know the first, the, yes. the first time round in the, in the you know the early days, uh, twice I saw them. But most people um, you know never even got the chance to. And no. so to, to see two of the original members uh, playing these songs, and you know in the case of Terry, who'd never played on most of the songs at all because yeah. he'd left the band in 1982, and so uh, it was just you know such a thrill for people. Well, I'm so uh, glad I went, and I dragged Catherine along with me, and. Because I was thinking, ah, oh, well, th- these are obviously test gigs, and, and they'll go well, and they'll do a little tour. But there was just something that said, you never know with XTC whether they're going to jack in. And Catherine, you, you don't know the back catalogue as well as perhaps Mark no, and I do. Not hugely. I was kind but of a you, greatest hit. You enjoyed sort of. it, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it. And um, the affection from the audience, mm. and then, you know, obviously you could tell that... Um, that the the group were grow, were a little nervous, yeah. but that made it more endearing. And the mm-hmm. fact that they they it really opened their eyes to how much love there was well, as the gig went on. It, well, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I'll never forget that. And night. then we've got the whole thing, and this is going off on a slight tangent. Matthew and G, I promise I will come to you in, in a minute. I do promise. 
um, the, 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 the whole thing with Pledge Music, Mark, which we've kind of been talking a little bit about mm-hmm. on this show. And actually, I want to try... Can we try and get someone from Pledge on? And I'll tell you why. Right, so for those who don't know, Pledge Music, it's... Um, what do they... What do they... Crowdfunding for musicians. And I... Um, uh, helped Imani Coppola with an album I, I paid through that. Basically, you give money to an artist, to, you give them 15 quid and you get a CD, you give them 30 quid, you get an album, you give them 50 quid and you get a laminate, you give them 100 quid, you get a ticket and the CD and all of this stuff. And I was supporting my life story and Neil Innes, Neil Innes, Mark, oh, yeah. Yeah. on um, Pledge. And I've been off Twitter. I went on Twitter last night, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I saw Neil Innes saying, guys, I'm really sorry... The pledge thing is off. The pledge music thing is off. We're going to try and sort this mess out. If you've ordered something, I haven't got the money, but I'm going to make sure you get it. And it's it's a, a whole nightmare. And I saw it a couple of weeks ago that ter- uh, uh, Colin, Colin yeah. has pulled everything off pledge himself. Do you know what's going on there with him? I've, I've, got, I've got no great insight apart from just what has been headline news. It looks like they've got some, whether it's just cash flow problems or... You know what, whatever it is that's going structurally, because it sounds like a company that set off with absolutely the best intentions, yes. making sure the money would go to the artists. It wouldn't be, you know, there was going to be no, you know, managers and and actually, ironically enough, um, XDC have got a long history of, 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 of money going south. Imagine how nervous I was writing to Colin, offering to possibly release one of his records, thinking, <laughs> "My God, he hates us." I, yes, I could be that exploitative <laughs> yes. um, thing you can't say on radio. But yeah, so 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 um, it, 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 you know, hopefully they'll sort themselves out. But it does sound like you know, if people are withdrawing their records and uh, uh, Neil Innes as well as uh, Colin and Terry, then that isn't yeah. that's not a very good N- business Neil Innes, model, is it? Neil Innes has left it, I think now, mm-hmm. and he's not mm-hmm. seen a penny. And here's the thing. Um, uh, that, uh, now Pledge have got £53.14 pence of my money, and I didn't do it on a credit card. I, uh, I did it on a debit card. Mm-hmm. didn't do it on a credit card, so I can't automatically get it back. Pledge have taken the money, and they are not replying to emails. You know what, 53 quid? I can kind of suck it up if I need to. I'm going to try and get it back, but I can kind of suck it up. But there will be loads of fans who... 53 quid is a lot of... 15 quid is a lot of money. There'll yeah. also be fans who've put in, like, 500 quid for some of the bigger... Things and I just think it's sad, man. It's just it's it's and, it's... and the shame of it is is that when it, when uh, something like that looks good, if if people once bitten twice shy, then yep. think, think, oh, I'm I'm going to go to one of the big, you know, I'm going to go to Amazon. I'm only going to go to yeah. to, 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 to to you know a, a more established uh, trader than then that, you know, for future generations of, of musicians who are trying to make it on their own steam, it's going to be harder. It is. Anyway, we've gone off on a tangent. Uh, uh, Mark, the book is stunning. I, I'm, I'm saying that. I've, I've not looked at the PDF that I was sent, because I don't like... I'm waiting for the physical thing. The actual I'm, thing, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I want it... Well, yes, it's, it's at the printers at the moment, and I'm in that oh, sort of uh, curious space of, of thinking, I know what it looks like, but I don't really know what it feels like. I don't know what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, 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 your your um, press very kindly sent me a PDF, and I thought, nah, I'm not opening that. I want to get the package through the post. I want to. Be, I want to pull it out on a thumb. I just want to open it a random page and 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 just go and see where I end up. But the book is called. Cool. The, the first one was a joy, dear listener. That I can tell you. The first one is the XTC bumper book of fun for boys and girls, and it's wonderful. The second one, I can only be sure. Apart from having no growl, it sounds like it's going to be great. <laughs> it's what do you call that noise? An yeah. XTC discovery book. Uh, by Mark Fisher. Um, you can get it in all the usual places, but xtclimelight.com. I'm guessing that's the best place, is it, Mark? 
It's best for me. It's best for me because because yes. uh, actually talking about pledge music, it's like the, there is no middleman. But but if you yes. prefer to go, for example, to Burning Shed, which is a very good um, online record shop, uh, they 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 have copies there, or will have copies there, and um, I'll also get them on Amazon. And um, it, listen, if you're lazy and you like clicking an app, get it from Amazon. Get get it. But the best place where the the, the team behind it you get a few quid is xtclimelight.com. Xtclimelight.com. I like. I like the way you refer to me as a team. <laughs> I know. I was trying to pick you up a little bit. This sad, lonely man who has nothing better to do with his time <laughs> will be able to afford a beer at the end of the week. Hey, Mark, it's always nice to talk. I, I sent Mark an email recently. I was going through. I, I saw a payment on my um, PayPal or something, and it had an email. It was like in Edinburgh. Who is this? I, I did. I emailed him, going, "Sorry, I've, I've sent you seventeen ninety nine. Who are you?" <laughs> And then, then, Why did I do it? Then, then I just then it dawned on me what I was doing. Mark, always nice to talk to you, mate. I wish you the best of luck with it. Thank you very much. Great to hear from you again, Ian. Thanks very much, Mark. There we go, Mark Fisher. The first book was a joy, so this one will be will be fantastic as well. Matthew, stay there. Coming to you straight after this. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there on Talk Radio? Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Matthew, you've been waiting for ages. I can only apologise. What can we do for you this evening? It was just more about your um, point about Brexit and people ringing in in regards to being offended about what Tusk got to say. Yes, you're not offended, are you? I'm not. I'm, I'm not personally offended. I don't really personally follow Brexit. No. Course, I don't really me, get. Me it. neither. I don't get it. I'm bored of it, man. But I can understand why people would be offended. I think. But there's nothing not, to be offended about. It's a very. Bad the context of what he said it's more about the arrogance of, of saying it and it's a bit no but it's a very it's a very specific the, the thing is right you can only be offended if um <coughs> excuse me i'm so sorry matthew coughing in your ear like that a new caller and i'm coughing in your ear you can only be upset and offended by it if you're one of the people that promoted brexit without a plan it's very very specific who he's aiming it at He's not aiming it at Brexiteers. He's not aiming it at people who voted Brexit. I, I understand what you're saying, but it's still not diplomatic to come out with language like that. But you know, da- you, what did David Davis call him? Fire. What did David Davis call him about two years ago? Or Guy Verstadt, or whatever he's called. Do you know what he called him? No, I can't remember. Called him Satan. So, um, you know, that was two years ago, right at the start of negotiations. David Davis, the Brexit minister, called Guy Verhofstadt. I can't remember Verhofstadt, his name. yes. Yeah, called, him, called him Satan. He said, get behind me, Satan. Top EU negotiator. So, um, yeah. so, it's, so we started it. <laughs> we started it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but at this stage in the negotiation... No, 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 you can't... No, 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 I'm not going to allow you to do that. That's twice you've done that. And the first one, I kind of let it slide. The second one, I'm not going to let it slide. You said twice, I get what you're saying, but... And then you you, you, you seem to illustrate that you don't actually get what I'm saying. Yeah, two, yeah, two wrongs don't make a right, OK? So you're saying... So you're saying... Because don't tell me, what, don't tell me what I'm saying. I'm being very specific. I've said what I've, what I've said, so don't tell me what I'm saying. You're, you're saying you understand what I'm saying, then you contradict it. Almost as if you don't understand. No, I can understand but disagree. That's what I'm doing. Well, no, you're contradicting. Yeah, I, you're, you're coming from. I don't think you do. No, so you made a point and <clears> said that we started the argument by David Davis. No, no, no. I said, I said, I said, no, OK, let me, let me clarify then for the heart of thinking. That, that we were the first to bring in a biblical reference, an, a mean biblical okay. reference. And that was, that was aimed at a specific person. 
This is aimed at... You'd have, you, you admit, don't you, Matthew, that the people who sold Brexit but didn't have a plan, that's kind of bad, isn't it? That's fraudulent. It's that's fraudulent. It's, it's irresponsible. It's, it's, well, it's, it, I would suggest more than irresponsible because, it, it's, it, you know, if you, you're selling something but then you don't know how to make it work. That, that's fraud, isn't it? I think fraud's a bit strong. It's ir- it, I'd, say, I'd say it was irresponsible. Okay, I would say when, 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 when the country's about to drive over a cliff, I would say it's fraud. Well, it's not about Strasbourg. No, 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 but the people... No, it is, because the people that sold it, for someone who's not that interested in Brexit, you're quite interested in Brexit, which makes me think that the, the opening line was a little was a cheeky little porky pie. Um, the people that... It, it is. We, we haven't got... We're, we're heading for a disaster because the, the people that sold it without a plan sold it, and then kind of put their hands up and went, well, it's nothing to do with us. So how can anyone be offended at a very specific criticism of a very small, specific group of people? How can... how can? And I do think that you are offended by it, because you seem to be arguing from that position. So, so why are you upset by it? I think because it demonstrates to me something about his character. I think it shows that... The whole the way the whole negotiations have gone, Europe to me and Tusk and the rest of them come across as a little bit arrogant. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Disrespectful towards. Here's the thing. It's not disrespect. It's not. And this is it. There's two things you said there, right? That are wrong. That are wrong. Second one is, it's not disrespectful towards Britain. It's disrespectful to the very small number of highly influential people who sold Brexit without a plan how to do Brexit. It's not disrespectful to Britain. It's it's a pointed, barbed comment at um, a very small, specific group of people. Please he, don't respond insulting. with, I understand what you're saying, he, but... Cause... He, he's insulting members of the British political system. Right, and what's wrong with that? Therefore, that because I, I, I find that, one, it's undiplomatic. Right. It's not the right sort of language to use. I get your point about I, the fact that we started okay. it, but two, two wrongs don't make a right. Right. So, therefore, by insulting people part of our political system it's just not it's just not the way to act okay how about how about so if if i were to say for example that um theresa may's brexit proposals are like abolishing a turd is that disrespectful would you be angry at me for saying that no but you're also you're also british right so so if we're british if i'm british i'm allowed to say that the prime minister's brexit proposals are a big turd i'm allowed to say that and that's okay well, one, you're not you're not in the political position. No, but, if, not, if, if, but is it okay? Is it okay for me to say that, or is that disrespectful? No, that's okay. That's all. You've got, you, you're 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 just to have an opinion. Why? When, 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 because because everyone can have an Supposing a British MP said that. Supposing a British MP said said that Theresa May's proposal was a big turd. Would that be okay? Um. I'm sure. I'm sure a few of them probably have said similar things. To yeah, that, Boris to Johnson said it's a direct quote from Boris Johnson. So that's okay, but because this guy's Polish, it's not okay. And also, you say it's, you say that um, it shows an arrogance. It's not arrogant. They came up with a deal with Theresa May, and Theresa May is is now going to go back and say, "Yeah, you know that deal we did. Well, we're not taking it." And yeah. to me, that's arrogant because. Tusk and everyone else, they've signed off on the deal. And then to, it's, it's like, I sell you a car, right? I sell you a car for um, 500 quid, and you go off, and you, you, you're like, yeah, I, I, that's great, fine, brilliant, I'll be back tomorrow with the money. You go home and talk to your missus, and your missus goes, 500 quid, are you nuts? Go back 
and offer him 350. And you come back and you say, I tell you what, that 500, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'll give you 350. And of course, I'm not going to take that deal because we had an agreement. Yeah. Well, There's did, no arrogance. Well, when, I, when, I, when I bought the car, did I say to the did I say to you that we're selling it there? By the way, I'll have to get agreement from my wife to be able to purchase this. No, I'm you didn't. Not. So that's that's what happened with the deal. Theresa May said, "Okay, <laughs> this is the sort of deal that." Why I did like. you pretend you weren't? Why did you pretend you weren't bothered about Brexit when you phoned up? <laughs> why did you do that? Because um, that was weird. Why did you have? Why did you? Why did you lie to me? Because because to be fair, I don't really listen to your show. Off. I only listen to it. That's irrelevant to the question. Why did you lie? Why did you lie to me at the start well, of this I'm conversation? Getting, I'm getting to it. So, because that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to me and to my listeners. You phoning up and lying to me at the start of this conversation. That's disrespectful. And it means here's the thing. Here's the thing I've learned in life. Someone lies to me. I kind of have to take everything else they say with a pinch of salt and and, and double analyze it. So why right. did you why did you phone in and lie straight away? Because it was a defensive lie. I assumed based on what I know about your show and yourself, that you're quite left-leaning and you'd be quite anti sort You'd be quite defensive towards somebody that probably voted Brexit. So, therefore, I said, I'm not that political. OK, but, so, but I still don't understand why you lied. OK, well, it's not It's not a massive issue. No, it was a lie. It was a lie. It was dishonest. And that just is a little bit weird. So you're never, you're never dishonest in your life. You never... You never tell no, I am, but, but but you phoned up and you said a very specific comment that was a lie, which means I can't really take on board everything else that you say. Okay, so I don't know why you're focusing on this one little... Because it's a about. lie. Because because the, the very first thing you said was a lie. Yeah. And that is, I think that's very disappointing. And I just think that reveals well, a lot fair, about your character. It reveals a lot fair. about your character. To be fair... It's, it's quite hard to quantify what being involved in Brexit means. No, it? no, you but you made a specific people. point that you weren't involved in politics and you, you weren't that interested in Brexit. And we had a little bit well, of banter because I joked about me not me being bored by the whole thing. But then you've put forward quite a strong argument, strong not necessarily in terms of facts, but, 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 but um, in terms of personal emotion as to why you are interested. Yeah. And you're offended by something. You're offended by a statement that isn't directed at you. How can you be offended said, by a statement that isn't directed I at you? Said, I never said I was offended. I said I could understand why some people would be offended. And you've not been able to explain why someone could be offended by a statement that isn't aimed at them. Well, I did explain that. because it Not very not well. Not very well. And now we've established that you're a liar. I, I'd no, try and do no, it again. What, what I said is it's an attack on someone that's part of our political system. So what? On somebody that's, Free yeah, speech. Somebody Free speech. Yeah, from somebody that isn't based in, in the United States. So what? Kingdom. Free speech. I've got an opinion on Trump. I think Trump's a dick. Yeah. So what? Free right. speech. I've got, I've, yeah, I've got an opinion on Trump. I think he's a dick. But the thing is, I'm not... I'm How not dare you position. say that? You're not, not based in America. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in a position where <laughs> I should think... Where I'm in front of the media and I should think about what I'm saying. When you're in that sort of position, you're that close to negotiation... Michael Gove has branded Labour's, Labour's plans as bollocks. Is that, is that, that's disrespectful. Michael Gove is calling Labour bollocks. That's disrespectful. It is. Okay, it's well, your, your argument... Right. Matthew, listen, thanks for your time. You've, you've proved you're a liar, and your argument is inconsistent. So I'm going to pass, but thank you very much indeed. If anyone can do better than that, um, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
most remember the funny faces. That time you told him that you were gonna be marrying soon. And yet, I thought the only lonely place was on the moon. Jet! Sergeant Major Well how come he told you That you were hardly old enough Yet And yet I thought the Major Was a lady Suffering Isolated vocal tracks more than I should. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very welcome to. Gia's been waiting for ages. Um, Gia, I apologise. What can we do for you this evening? Oh, no apologies necessary. I thought I was going to follow Ken, and I died a little inside. Okay, well, don't worry. We're, so we're, we're, we can resurrect you. What have you got for us? I've got no words that can express what happened in the last. 45 minutes. Okay. 
Well, that's going to be pretty awkward as we're kind of a word-based phenomenon. Phenomenon is the word. You are surpassing, apparently, many, many, many of the other stations. And I just wanted to say that I appreciate you and Kath as broadcasters. Okay. What do you want, a fiver? You ain't getting any money off us. I'm skinned. I'm I'm broke. I had to pay my lawyer £800 today for two emails. I had to pay my... Shut your face! I had to pay my lawyer £800 for two emails and a phone call. I'm shouting at you, Ian. Okay, go on, carry on shouting. Goodbye. Uh, £800 for two emails and and a phone call. £800. We're in the wrong racket, man. I joked and said that when I, I put the phone down. I said to you, that'll be 500 quid. Wrong, it was 800 quid. God. £800. Outrageous. Um, oh, so we got this. There's a weird thing happening at work, right? There's a weird passive-aggressive fight going on. Now, normally I would choose discomfort over resentment and call it out, but I'm finding it so funny, so funny. I did kind of call it out, but she was oblivious. Yeah. I'm finding it so funny. So when we come in, right, we come in and we get, you know the show, we go through the papers, but also we get a lot of inspiration from, from popular culture. So we come in and we watch the telly because we get a lot of inspiration from the telly. Or we'll watch something on Netflix. Yeah. Or we'll, you know, we'll... we'll watch YouTube or something, right? And normally there's only one guy in the, in the office. Everyone else has gone. Hang on, just, let me just see who this idiot is. Hello, line one. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hello, Ian and Kath. How are you both? Fine, is that Diana? How are you? I'm good, Diana. Why have you come up on a, on a withheld number? What the hell is going on? Are you spying on us? Is this the FBI? What's happening? <laughs> I just wanted to say to you how much I enjoyed your interview with Robbie Vincent. Oh, he was great, wasn't he? It's out as a podcast, dear uh-huh. listener. If you want to get the whole thing, go and grab the podcast, Acast, iTunes, or your usual podcast provider. I've been contacted by a number of people who didn't know who Robbie was beforehand and, oh. and still loved it. It doesn't make any difference. He's got it. He's got, he's got the gift. He's got the charm. He's got the vibe. Well, I don't, I don't know him obviously for his talk shows. No, because I don't live in the London area, or I've ever lived in the London area. I just know that he's one of the foremost ex- experts on soul, disco, black music yep. in this country. He should be on national radio presenting a show yep. about that. I think they should get rid of. Else. I think they should get rid of Matthew Wright and give give the slot to him. That's what, that's what I think they should do. I mean, when he talks about music, I listen. <clears throat> And there's not many... I mean, you say some interesting things about music. You play so, some interesting so bits of music. The old, the old um, BHC there, the backhanded compliment. You know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. But some of the people... I mean, he said something very interesting about when he was at Radio 1 for a short while. He said there was a lot of people who basically wanted to present a game show, didn't they, or whatever. He, um, he told us... Um, well, uh, OK... He doesn't like Simon Bates very much, and he told us that quite uh, <laughs> quite a direct manner. You know that John Peel was going to murder Simon Bates? You know that? that yeah, John Peel and Kid Jensen. That's yeah. a true story, and he was telling us a little bit about it. It's a true story. John yeah. Peel and Kid Jensen were going to murder yeah. Simon Bates. Isn't that nuts, man? But um, Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Diana. It was a very, very good interview, and as I said again, um, he's an authority on black music. He knows a lot about all sorts of music, and he should really be on national radio presenting some sort of show. I agree. Some sort of show, Diana. Thank you very much indeed. Um, so the office politics. So we come in, and normally there's this one guy in there, and... and um, he has his headphones on. He has his headphones on, and he kind of once said, you have to have the TV so loud. I said, well, I'll turn it down. We had a little set to about it, and I said, I'll turn it down, but we need to have it on. Mm-hmm. Because 
the show is even if we don't talk about what we're seeing kind of where we get our energy and our inspiration from and, and there's no one else around we'll and sit then, and goggle box the telly for yeah. an hour um but while we're doing that we're chatting and we're, we're tossing ideas around it's just how we work you know I, I, it's, it, one of the great ways i get my ideas sometimes is by playing video games because my body is playing video games my head's gone off somewhere else you know and it's like it's it's it, you get inspiration and stuff anyway so we come in and the tv's off but bearing in mind we share like we're, we're we're annexed to an office of talk sport which is five times the size of us eight times the size of us and they will have at the very least two football matches on at full pelt yeah full pelt and it's 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 incredible sometimes they'll have three um so there's always noise so we come in and we do a little bit of pot around then i'll put the telly on now as soon as we put the telly on this other person right then and they've only started doing it in the last couple of months or so this other person then puts on like youtube or something on their computer really really loudly like too louder than we've got you know who it's you know like too louder than we've got the telly on mm. and i was sat there with gath and i yeah she's done it again the other thing is when they make phone calls they've yeah. got a loud voice yeah. so they're talking even louder than what they're watching um it just because it's a, it's become a noise battle oh it has uh, by the way i like this person it's not it's not a dig at this but i like it but i, I, I like her but i find it hilarious yeah. so what i started doing tonight every time she went a bit louder i went and turned the telly up a little bit i went and turned the telly up <laughs> so she's too louder than us so i said oh, i'm just gonna turn this up and i made us three louder than her so then she went up one louder than us. I went up two louder than her. And then when I went and turned the telly over to Hunted, which is the weirdest and, and lamest program of all time, phone up and ask if you want to get my inside information on, on why Hunted is fraudulent. Um, so when I turned it over for Hunted, I turned it up really, really loud. And then she went. Yeah. I find it so funny. And I like her. I like her. It's she not... went talking about how, how crap... I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> how, how crap uh, reality TV was and what a load of nonsense it was. And it's like, yeah, mm. yeah. Surprised you could hear it. It was fun. It's just making me laugh. It's so funny because it's so obvious. So obvious. Nothing. I turn the telly on 30 seconds later. <laughs> Coming from the computer. It's funny, man. People are funny. If you've got a problem, just say. If you've got to have that on. And then we'll have the conversation. Yeah, we have. But if you want, I'll turn it down a bit if it's getting in the way. Yeah. Turn it down a bit if it's getting in the way. Of course I will. I'm a decent man. But yeah, we do have to have it on for We for need our a vibe. Show. Yeah, for our show. And you're sucking the vibe out. So the other thing is we're quite we're spoiled in the fact that we're used to having we're used to having the office to ourselves yeah. and so we've got into this habit of you know watching the telly and having a laugh and a joke yeah. and a cup of coffee and it kind of gets us ready for the show. Yes. It's like a it's like a it's a warm up. It's a little warm up dear listener. And this is the gold that we can deliver to you <laughs> after the warm up. 03444991000 Julie stay there we'll come to you in a second. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Julie. Oh, hello, love. Sorry, I was having a swig of my tea. There we go. Um, I'm having a swig of Lemsip. It's rock and roll. That's rock. Right. Well, there you go. Um, sorry, I've only just tuned in. I've I've come back from an um, AA meeting tonight. Oh, um, look at please you. don't mention my location, will you? Uh, no, because I don't I don't know it. How would I know it? Well, it might come up on your phone. It's I not up know. on the screen. Okay. Right. Um, I've been listening to you for the last few, oh, well, ages. 
actually. Yes. Oh, good for you. And I heard you. for the last few nights that you're in recovery for different things. Yeah. I am myself. I've been in recovery for a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, myself. But tonight we've had an um, incident, not very nice. Oh. In, um, in outside a our meeting outside area. Outside meeting. Okay, go on. Um, are you, are you at now? Listen. So did it? Did it happen? Thing. Hang on. Did it happen as part of the meeting? No, it didn't. Sorry, but you know, when you're gabbing along after I talk, you sound like you're in a biscuit tin. So can I just tell you? Well, no, you what? can. If hang you on a minute, Julie. If hang on a minute, Ju- Julie. Okay. Julie. Hang on. You can. Yeah, love. Yeah, love. You can. But I'm just okay. che- I'm just checking that it didn't happen within the confines of the meeting room where everything no, is secret. No, right. Well, I'm just clarifying that. An incident outside the meeting. Well, I'm just clarifying it wasn't part of the meeting itself because the meeting can still carry on after yeah, you've yeah, left the room. Yeah. So that's all I'm checking, yeah. all right? And I hope you don't break anyone's anonymity. Where you go. Right, OK. No, I won't be doing that, love. Um, no, I, I just wanted to mention, um, outside our meeting this evening, we had a homeless man who's lived there for 25 years. Um, he took bath and some um, paramedics come, looked after him. I think he's diabetic. He's got very... And oh. there, there we go. <clears throat> oh, Julie. What, what, Julie, do you want to try and get her back, son? If you love me truly. Oh, what, what, Julie. To be, to be my very... Have you seen the Gucci blackface jumpers? Incredible. Do you know you can get a mask as well, so you could no. do the whole face? What colour is he? Um... It's a jumper, it's a black jumper, nice sort of roll neck jumper, but you can roll the neck over to sort of just a, a below your nose and it covers um, the sort of lower third of your face and there's a hole for your mouth to pop out and it's got big red lips. I mean... <laughs> but yeah, there's also, there's also a, a mask so you can cover the mm. upper portion of your face with it. Um, it's very, very peculiar, Gulchi, very peculiar and I do, I do not know why um, you would think that that was acceptable. Or no, no, Julie. even... No, Julie. Or even okay. something someone would want to wear. I mean, it would be fun to be, be, it would be fun to be able to eat your dinner through It'd your wet. jumper. You'd end up with a wet jumper. Yeah, I've had wet jumpers before. Yeah, not on purpose. Um, that's my business. I've not wantonly wet my jumper. Um, the Godfather of Soul, James Brown, was murdered. Oh, according to 12 of those closest to him, including his widow, his manager, and the doctor who signed his death certificate. And there's a picture of James Brown dead. Yeah, open casket. Open it? casket. They do that, don't they? Didn't they do that with Aretha? <clears throat> she, looked all, she looked all posh. Yeah. Well, she would, wouldn't she? <clears throat> they are now calling for a fresh investigation into the 73-year-old star's death on Christmas Day 2006 supposedly from heart failure. Dr Marvin Crawford, who signed the death certificate at the Emory University Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia, said, He changed too fast. He was a patient I would never have predicted would have coded, suffered a medical emergency. But he... Dude, he used to smoke loads of crack. You know what crack does to your heart? It makes your heart... Also, I've seen him stagger off stage so many times and be brought back on with, with, with a shawl on. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's obviously not well. No. It didn't just happen once or twice. That happened for decades. He was too funky. That was the problem. And well, oh, Here's another problem as well. He was, and this is a fact. This is a fact. You can look up the paperwork. 
he was the hardest working man in show business. True. Now, I know a lot of people who, um, I was going to say Eamon, not Eamon, James, James, I know people who, in show business who work very, very hard. You're telling me James Brown works harder than James Whale? We know Tony Blackburn. <clears throat> but James Brown was the hardest working man in show business. The doctor continues, he died that night and I did raise that question. What went wrong in that room? And James's close friend, Andre White, was so concerned um, about the suspicious circumstances that he took a vial of the singer's blood from an intravenous tube. Oh, hmm, that's not weird at all. Where did he get the vial from? <clears throat> Dr. Crawford claimed a nurse told him... Hang on a minute. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't you code. <laughs> well remembered. Dr. Crawford claimed a nurse told him drug residue was found in a tube helping James to breathe and said, somebody perhaps could have given him an illicit substance that led to his death. Dude, he, he was doing illicit substance. You've seen that, that video of him on Good Morning America, wherever it is. He was having a very good morning. Mm-mm-mm. Not a great interview. <clears throat> During the time James was alone, a nurse allegedly told Andre... The singer had been visited by a male stranger she didn't recognise. She added that afterwards, 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 James's, is that right? James's vital signs rapidly declined. When Andre and Dr Crawford told James's legal team about their suspicions, they reportedly asked them not to let it get out. An investigation into the star's death was sparked in 2017 when singer Jacqueline Hollander told CNN she had information about it. She had worked with James as a songwriter in the 80s, but later alleged... Oh, here we go. Uh, it turns out he did take breaks from working, uh, but later alleged he raped her at gunpoint while high on the drug PCP and threatened to have her killed if she told anyone. Gosh. Among those demanding a new investigation into James's death are his fourth wife... Wife? Wife... Tommy Ray Heine. No. Yeah. His manager, Frank Copsidas, and his son, Daryl, one of six heirs named in the singer's will. Here we go. Ah, wills. And civil rights activist, Reverend Al Sharpton, a friend of the star, said, and I won't do the voice. I will do the accent, but I will do the American accent, generic. I won't do the voice. Don't go to got... town on it, no. No, 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 no. Um, he's very excitable, Al Sharpton. I've always had, and still have, a lot of questions I wouldn't mind. I still have a lot of questions. I wouldn't mind a further investigation. Do you know what? I listened to Tom Heidecker's podcast today. And um, it's a great podcast. Tom Heidecker. Tim, Tim Heidecker. There's a great bit. Honestly, it's so funny. It, it's, it's a phone-in show that he just does online, right? And it's him, it's Doug Pound. Both have been on the show. And if you think this show is haphazard, you ain't seen nothing. The first caller, Swedish guy. Oh, the first caller, the, the, one of the early callers is a Swedish guy, right? It's quite boring. And he sort of tolerates it for about 30 seconds. And then he says, Just get to the point, you Swedish sea! <laughs> God, you don't know how much I want to say that to some of the callers here. Just get to the point, you Swedish sea! Whether they're, they're not Swedish. Or not. Swedish or not, I don't it's care. inappropriate. Anyway, we're going to look this up. We're going to watch this together online. In a minute. Vic Berger, who's also on the show, said, In Deliverance... Yeah. It's an old guy playing a guitar. By the way, I've never seen Deliverance. I just know... It's a great film. I, I know the gist. Great film. There's an old guy, you know... Right, so there's an old guy and a young kid. Yeah, banjo player. The old guy's playing the guitar. 
the kids playing the banjo. Yeah. Right. We're going to watch and that. He's incredible, right? Yeah. He's. He, this is it. He is amazing. So we're just going to watch that. I'm going to find that scene now. Deliverance banjo scene. Do you know where this is going, dear? Here we go. Here we go. Right. So we're going to watch this. Right. I wonder if there's a slightly better. Here we go. Slightly better version. It's a great film. Right. Oh, hang on. I'm just going to jump forward. Right, jump forward to the kids, right? So the kid's amazing. If you look very carefully, yeah. when he's playing fast, it's an adult with his hands... Shut up. Yeah. Shut me again. And the early bit is the kid's hands. Yeah. But then when he's playing really fast, it's an adult. He's, <laughs> like, reaching around. Cause the, and I, I've never noticed it before, but the fingers are much bigger when he's doing the fast show me, bit. Show me, show me again. <laughs> it's brilliant. Hang on. Isn't that pitiful? Back in the banjo here. Here we go. So from about here, the fingers are significantly bigger. That's a big hand. <laughs> Massive hands! <laughs> Massive hands! I thought the rest of his body was rather relaxed. <laughs> 
movie magic. Hands. <laughs> Beginning their tiny little stubby kids' fingers. <laughs> hands. I never knew that. I've I never know. seen it, and now when it's I do watch film. it, it's a great film. I'll be looking for their hands. Yeah, it's a great film. Let's. Um, Julie's back. Good evening, Julie. Yeah, I'm back again. Sorry, I think I cut myself off. I think or you, might you have may done. have done it. I don't I know. D- I didn't do it. I think you might. Don't. It's good to have you back. So go on. There was a homeless man, and he had a diabetic attack. Yeah, he did, and uh, and he went off in an ambulance and everything, and we all went up and had the AA meeting and we said prayers for him and stuff like that. Oh. Um, and I, I rang up the restaurant that was near where he lived. He lives under the little bridge Yeah. Um, near our meeting. I go out okay. every... When I go uh, to give him a cup of tea and a couple of biscuits or whatever, he's got all this stuff around him. And um, <laughs> I rang the restaurant this morning and uh, the woman said, oh, I, didn't, I, I don't know, oh, bloody hell. So I rang the actual church, and I'm so not, and you know, organised religion. I don't uh, do it, yeah. but I phoned the the organised religious church yeah. that he sleeps under the bridge under yes. to see if he was okay. And <laughs> this woman answered. Uh-oh. It was funny actually. Um, I said to her, "Oh, I love told her all the business." Uh, I come for the meeting last night, and uh, you know, you know, thingy. I won't say his name. Uh, he got took off and whizzed off in the ambulance, and police come, and it didn't look good, you know. Police come, I always think someone's dead or whatever. And she said, "Hang on, I'll have a look out the back window." So she looks out the back window, <laughs> and she said, "Oh, I can see um, a pair of boots." Uh, but uh, whatever it is, it's all covered up and all that. And um, I won't be going over. I'll tell you why, because it's pouring down. It's too rainy. I'm not going over to check if he's alive or dead. Gosh, how very Christian. And I thought, oh, shut up, Christian. You know, yeah, shut up, Christian. Shut up, Muslim. Shut up, Jew. That was that. But it turns out... Is he alive? Is he alive? He's a lot, He's not kicking, no. He's not, uh, no, he's good, not. Good. The lady out the restaurant's been round giving him insulin or whatever. But um, I wanted to talk to you about um, your meetings that you go to. Yes. You know, when you go to your meetings, are you as shouty as you are on, on air? Because you're a little bugger, you, you know. I've, I've put a tweet up about you. Okay. Too shouty, this fella can't get a word in. Does my head in. And it does Alki's heads in. I'm an Alki... I mean, I don't know what you are. I don't know if you go, what meetings you go to. I know you've got issues with this, that, and the other, but <laughs> you wouldn't be tolerated being such a shouty little git. Do you know what? I tell you. Do you know what? Do you know I what? I make the tea at the meeting. Julie, good. And do you know good. what? Oh, I'd Jesus, this woman's rude. This woman's rude. What? No, you wouldn't, because in a meeting... No, every... I'm a hard knock. I'm a hard knock healthy, and I wouldn't put up with you. But here's the thing. In the meeting. You... Shut up for a second. Here's the thing. You've been rude. You've, rude. You've, rude. You've, you've just been rude. rude. Were you the one that tweeted that you were unfollowing me? I didn't me? tell you to shut up. No, you no. just you were just I'm rude. About, oh, what did your mum teach you? To, don't to, say shut up. Yeah, she did. If, if someone's she being rude, she if someone's she if someone's she being rude to you, tell them to shut up and get and put your point across. Here's the thing, right? Do you not see? Do you not understand that perhaps on the show she's put the phone down. Do you, maybe she got cut off. Try her again and see if she wants to come on, Sam. What a rude lady. Which step was that? <laughs> I don't know. Is it step three where you've got to go and bollock somewhere? <laughs> she was the lady, I think, who phoned in at the end of the show the other day 
and I said, and was telling a very, very long story. Ah, uh, yeah. And then said, she's not, she's not answering. She's, she's off again. And then she did it again. And then, <laughs> and nice. then said, oh, I'm not phoning. He phones for, he begs for callers, and then was rude to them. In fact, she did tell me to shut. Yeah, yeah, she did. So, here's here's the thing. Straight to voice, man. She switched it off. I mean, okay. Listen, I wish you the best of success and the best of joy with your um, with your recovery. Of course, wish every addict a, a, a success with their recovery. And don't worry, Julie. I do not hold a resentment. I can tell that you've had a tough couple of days. You know, you thought a guy might have died, and um, you, you you're back, Julie. Are you sticking around, or are you gonna you gonna disappear again? I'm back. Sorry, it's okay. something's happening with my new phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm willing to listen, but. But don't say shut up. It's a bit rude, that love. Okay, and do you would you accept that you were just rude to me for the last two minutes of that phone call? Well, explain what that rudeness was about. What was that? N- well, you, in Go that case, you don't. It, tell me. No, it, it, in that case, you don't realise you're being rude. Uh, so I would just like to say. Oh uh, no, no, don't, no, don't love. Go back and tell me no, what the business no, was about. No, I'm not going to. I don't have to. I wish you the very best of luck with your recovery. It sounds like it's going well for you. <laughs> Keep it in the day, just for Come today. Come on, man. I wouldn't like to be out meeting with you. You'll be roasted. Okay. I wish you the very best of luck. I, I'm, I'm, I'm letting go of the resentment. I'm handing it over. I'll speak to my sponsor tomorrow. I haven't got a resentment. No, I, I'm, I'm trying have, not to de- develop one around. the problem, isn't it? Yeah, the problem is I'm listening to... I'm, I'm allowing a very rude woman to have a go at me. Listen, I wish you the best of luck oh, with your re- recovery. Well, that's good. Let me carry on speaking then, if you're allowed. No, thanks. <laughs> I, think, I think you've had enough. I can feel my shoulders, um, like, fizzing, and that means I'm getting angry. So we'll let that go. Thank you so much, Julia. I wish you the best of luck. Um, um, I, some, some of that stuff I don't, didn't quite make sense. We said a prayer in the meeting for the guy? Mm, no, but I, I, I don't believe that, actually, because you don't say prayer. The only prayer you say is the serenity prayer, which is not a religious prayer. You don't go and pray for someone. Um, do, do you want to just tell her thanks very much, but I think we've had enough of her tonight, if she'd like to... She's calling back. We, we, we've had enough. Um... Gosh, what a rude. Came out of nowhere. Didn't it? Well, it did, didn't it? Hmm. Here's the thing, guys. I don't need to explain this to you, right? But y- you know, dear listener, that the me you get here is obviously a heightened version. It's a performance. It's theatre, right? To a certain extent. Um, and, of course, I behave appropriately in the places that I go. So in meetings... Anyway, I don't need to tell you. I don't need to say about my recovery. It's none of your business. Julie, thanks for that call. I appreciate that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. People don't get roasted in meetings, do they? No one gets roasted. No, you share and and you you th- finish and people say thanks very much and then someone comes in and they share and say thank. No one gets roasted. It's not a roasting scenario. <laughs> it's not a roasting scenario. <laughs> that's really confused me. Gosh, that's confused me a lot. Cleo, stay there. Come to you after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. People, huh? 03444991000. Good evening, Cleo. Good evening, you wondrous folk. There we go. What you got for us? Uh, you mentioned James Brown and that death sort of inquest thing. <laughs> yes. Um, tonight, or well, tomorrow, um, there's a documentary going on Netflix about Sam Cooke. Oh, yeah. Who also died in very strange circumstances. Please um, fill me in so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> he, uh, he, was na- he was found dead naked in a um, motel. Oh. 
And apparently the official line was he was shot by a the woman behind the desk because he burst in naked saying, someone's, what, have you seen this woman come out of your room? She's next to me clothes, next to me money. Oh. And he went and attacked her or something like that. <clears throat> That's the official reason. Yeah. But then there's a, there's a theory that... Wasn't he coked up? Yes. Well, then, then, then suddenly that, no. that, that, with that yeah, but by leaving that bit out, it sounds like wow, that's a horrible situation. But then by putting it, he was coked up. All ah, right, yeah, cocaine psychosis. Also, yes. you said that he was naked. He wasn't. He was wearing a jacket and shoes. Come and on, and that's it. No, Come on, uh, come on, Cleo. You can do better than this. Well, he had no um, pants. No. Mm. But there's the theory that uh, well, it's, a, it's about the the two main theories. That's what this documentary is about. Yes. It's called The Two Deaths of Sam Cooke. Okay. It's supposed to be good. Okay. But um, there's actually three deaths. Oh. There's another theory that it was the prostitute who did it. Um, and there's another one. Yes. Where the... FBI Get to the point, you Swedish sea! The, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> Swedish sea? Yeah. If you didn't listen, you'd know what we were talking about. Swedish sea? That was us. Well, listen to the show. That you're phoning yeah, up. Wow. But also, it got us to thinking, how many weird black soul artist deaths has there been? There was Marvin Gaye, shot in the head. By his dad, yeah. with a gun that Marvin had bought for him. Yeah. And there was Aldous Redden. Who fell into the dock of the bay and couldn't swim. He didn't. Yeah, he did. Fell into you're the dock. kidding he me. He fell into the no, dock of the bay and he could not crash. swim. And the worst thing as well, because you mentioned mm. the seeing James Brown's Audience status. Yes. What's the word status? Yes. In status, yes. In status yeah. quo. Yeah. When, when James Brown was in status quo. There's actual pictures of Aldous Redden thawing out. No, don't. don't no, no, oh. no. Don't finish that sentence. And it's, don't it's finish like, that sentence. They put it on Channel 4 on a top ten moments in soul music thing. Wowzers. And I watched it. And I love Aldous Redden. Now what I'll go, oh, hold you on. just couldn't I eat, an, eat a Aldous whole Redden one. Is. And they showed a picture of him being... Don't, no, right, don't yeah, finish we, we this. It. Don't, you don't need to put that image into our heads. Anyway. But I, it's just it's weird how many strange deaths that have been in the, in the world of soul. Well, I, you know who I blame? Thatcher. Liam Neeson. <laughs> he's travelling through time killing black men. That's what he's doing. He has found them, hasn't he? What colour was he? He has some very special <laughs> skills. Yes, he's travelling through time. He's killing black celebrities um, because of what happened 40 years ago in Ireland. <laughs> that you can laugh. He can't. His career's over. But also, the last few Liam Neeson films have been pony. Do you think he'll come back from it? Yeah, of course he will. People are starting to forgive Mel Gibson, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Mel Gibson made a film with um, Will Ferrell recently. Did Daddy's he? Home too. yeah. No. Yeah, Daddy's Home Was too. he in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he do... Um, was he basically the older version of the guy from What Women Want? I think so. It was... It was. Um, Did he use the term sugar tits? So Mel Gibson was Mark Wahlberg's dad, and the guy from Third Rock was um, Will Ferrell's dad. All right. What was his name? The tall guy. that, that The one that was in Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. I know who you mean. Mm. <clears throat> Very famous. John Lithgow. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Uh, Gibson's been making movies for years. Sugar tits. I mean, that was his gift mm. to the world. Apart from... And some very, very nasty anti-Semitic stuff. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. Um, the CNN report further raises questions over the death of James's third wife, Adrienne, a hairstylist who friends say was also murdered. 
She died on January the 6th, 1966, two days after having plastic surgery. But Detective, and not the rock star, I have to clarify this, Detective Steve Miller believes her death may have been suspicious. In 2001, he received a notebook from informant Linda Bennett, which said a doctor confessed to murdering her with a fatal drug overdose. She wrote in the book, I, I know he murdered James Brown's wife. I know he did, plus he was trying desperately to cover. I know it because he told me. He told me so himself. Then he tried to kill me. Okay. Oh, dear. Hey, you know James Brown's wife? I killed her. Now I've got to kill you! No! During their ten-year relationship, she called the police on the singer four times, each time dropping the charges or recanting her statements. Well, that happens. In one call, it does happen, unfortunately. In one call on April 3rd, 88, Adrienne told police her husband had beaten her with a flipping net with a metal pipe and fired his shotgun at her and her car. According to CNN, an investigator at the time wrote, victim had bruises all over her body. Dear God. James was arrested and charged with assault with intent to murder, though he was never prosecuted. After Adrienne's death in 1996, James married Tommy Ray, one of his backing singers, in 2001. Five years later, James was brought into hospital by his long-time friend, Andre, who was a patient of Dr. Crawford. Originally, the doctor thought James had um, pneumonia, which was widely reported after his death, but later found signs of a mild heart attack. He also found traces of cocaine in James's urine. Okay, well, he's a guy in his 70s doing cocaine. That's not very good for you. But was confident his patient would be fine. The doctor eventually left the hospital to spend Christmas Eve with his family. He told CNN he improved fast. By 5 o'clock on the 24th, he probably could have walked out of the hospital if he wanted. What, was he buzzing? <laughs> but at 1am, Dr Crawford was woken by a call from the hospital. James's heart had stopped. Mm. The cocaine in the old urine. man with cocaine. But it could have been murder. OK. By the time he got there, the star was dead. James's personal manager, Charles Bollett, who said he was the only person by the singer's hospital bedside, heard him complain his chest was on fire before the star lay down and died. In 2016, Jacqueline met Candice Hurst, who used to sing with James. Jacqueline claimed she revealed she'd been James's lover and had slept at his South Carolina home the week before he died. Then she told her about a vision she had had, which Jacqueline interpreted as a confession. The CNN report states, Hurst was standing with Charles... Uh, that is a good point. I don't think he's murdered. I think, I think a 73-year-old man. Sorry? It's just the idea. He seems so much better. And then there's cocaine, and then his heart stopped, and I wonder what happened He's there. 73 years old, and he's doing a little bit of the old okey-cokey. That is not... That is not a good look. It's, it's not doctor's orders. It is not doctor's orders. I've, I've, my um, chest is killing me. My throat is killing me. Uh, the, uh, you're killing me. You're, what? I'm not doing anything. The attitude is killing me. The attitude of... Sam is killing me. Life is killing me. We're all being killed by life. Hey, that's good. That's what actually quite wise. We're all being killed by life. It's true. Life is fatal. This is no wicked. one gets out alive. No, that's, no, no. People work. say that. Well, we're not in anything. No, life is. I tell you, the most fatal disease in the world. It's life. Put that in a tea towel. Yeah. No, they don't like those ones. They only like the ones where it goes. Life is a. Uh, um, Love is a battlefield. No, they like the ones that are positive messages. I'll make this work. Hang on a minute, I'm going to make this work. Could you do it quick? Because I really need to go to the loo. Because of life. Because of life happening. Life is happening to me now. Okay, let's just do something. There we go. 
Okay, I'm going to do something really clever. Right. I'm just doing this, from freestyling it, okay? Do you know... Do you know what the most fatal... Do you know what the most fatal diseases known to mankind? Go on. It's... Life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Sad but true. I had that on tape. Kills... It's killed everybody I know who's died. Has died of, of oh man. Everyone I know died short of breath. Everyone I know who died has died of life. Oh life. Oh life. It killed everybody I know. It's life. Oh life. Oh, you get the idea. That's very good. Thanks, mate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The switchboard is empty, save for one uh, um, angry woman phoning in who <laughs> wants to have a go at me again. Uh, not tonight, Julie. Well, give us a call tomorrow if you want. You, you, you'd be very welcome to join us tomorrow. But I think tonight we've had enough of the uh, uh, of the, the verbal attacks. Uh, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making it
listener, the late night alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go to Ryan. Good evening, Ryan. Oh. Oh. Hello, Ryan. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, hello, Ryan. What What do you want? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I thought I'd play Radio Roulette and just phone up and see what you talked about and see if I uh, could talk about it or not. They're bringing back Bergerac? Bergerac? Oh, I didn't really watch it. I was too young. OK. Um, it's not really Radio Roulette, just phoning up. Well, I was bored. Well, no, I, yeah, I, I know you feel, mate. Trust me. Huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, is it that bad, is it? It's not great so far. So, I mean, oh. we, we bring into the party. It's a party what? we've asked everyone to bring food. What what you bring in? What what chat food are you bringing to the party? Chat food? Jesus, are you for God's sakes, man, I'm really trying to help you out here. I've never heard of chat food. The show of chat food, that's all, sorry. Um, what? You oh. can't just phone up, right, and say, <laughs> I'm, I'm bored, I'm playing uh, radio roulette. What are you talking about? Bring something to the conversation, man. Oh, all right, okay. Oh, I'm disillusioned with media, right? So I thought I'll stop on the usual avenues. I'll phone up the radio later tonight and then just see what's happened there. So talk about that if you want. My disillusionment at nearing middle age with media and the whole sort of situation I've got in front of me socially. But I don't know what I don't know. That sentence doesn't mean anything. You've said a lot of words and it doesn't mean anything. Be more specific. Oh, does it not? Okay. I'm bored. With Twitter and Facebook. I'm disillusioned with callers. <laughs> well, we'll come off Twitter and Facebook. Well, yeah, we'll have. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's just quickly no. convenient. It's one of those, you know... It's, 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 point, it. it's pointless. It's nothing. Twitter and Facebook, they're, they're meaningless. Come off them Why and go, go and read a book. Go and watch a film. Go for a walk. Go and well, paint. I've done a lot of them, and I'm, I'm finding trouble getting back into a niche or things that I used to like so much, you know what I mean? I've got well, maybe, a few things. Maybe you don't like those that. things anymore. Maybe you've, you've you've grown up and matured and those things aren't for you. Well, yeah, I've considered all these things. It's still not helping me find anything, is it? Jesus Christ. Okay, so... What, what, okay. I won't turn to him, so that's definite. Right, okay. So, uh, so what, what, what can we do? Well, I don't know. I won't necessarily ask for a solution. I'll just say I'll play Radio Roulette. I... I Thought you, uh, you might have a subject to offer that I could just talk rubbish about. Um, not really. We don't. Do you have you listened to the show before? Uh, I think I have phoned you before. Right, because we don't. Is. We don't do. We don't do subjects really. We just sit here and chat and chat about anything. Yep. Thank you, don't. Uh, let me think. All right, I was thinking earlier today oh. that I'd like to leave society. So I was thinking, yes. I don't want to move out to a faraway island. I still have to do that within the frameworks of other things. So why should I, as a human, be able to exist in this country that I was born into, but I didn't ask for all this rubbish to be going on around me. So is there no legal way I could step out of it? Yeah, you can go live in a forest. Yeah, do you think they would leave me alone in the forest? I do live in a new forest, actually. Off you go, then. Mm. What do you mean, not be left alone? Come offline, come off grid. Don't, yeah. d- don't don't go online, don't go on Twitter, don't go on Facebook, delete your accounts. But, yeah. th- but then you'd be bored. You've just told us you're bored. No, I'm bored with that. But, you know, there's other things. No, that's, 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 that's different. That's a separate subject. I'll call it well, then get rid, of, get rid of your computer, get rid of your phone and do it then. Try it. Loads of people that, do. No, actually. Well, do. Do you think loads of people do? Yeah, loads of people actually... do. Of course they do, yeah. Once they've had it, they get rid of it again. 
Yeah. Are you drunk? No. You stoned? Uh, no. Uh, I'm getting a, I'm getting a foggy vibe off of you, man. Oh yeah. Well, it's a, it's a foggy conversation, isn't it? Yeah, but it it needn't be. It could be very sharp and focused. It could be pinpoint. But um, you're, you're bringing you're bringing fogginess to it. Sorry, I didn't I didn't mean. So I'll be more concise. Yes. With my random subject. No, it's not that random. Is it not? not really. A lot of people. No. No. A lot of people go off grid. Oh, you, you once they've gone off, you do you you don't know them, do you? So well, I don't. Do you know how many people do you know have gone off grid? I've spoken to a few people that have gone off grid. I actually know one person of one person that's off grid. There you but. go. Danny Baker's not got a mobile phone. Yeah, but this bloke right, has got a converted truck, which oh, is basically like a wooden castle, he and he's got long hair and a guitar and three he dogs. He wants to talk to us. Oh, right. Okay, so just respect that. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it. Sorry. I was, uh, weird. Uh, okay. I, I didn't hear it properly. Sorry. Okay, thank okay. you, Ryan. The last hour's going to have a weird vibe. <laughs> I think it's going to have a weird old vibe. Oh, three, four, four. I've got terrible indigestion. Jesus. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's just um, let's just sit and listen to some chilled out music for a minute. Types on the screen. The phones are awful lately. <laughs> the, the phones are full of. He's trying to, I can see him trying to phone out. It's not working. I mean, <laughs> dear God. It's only a phone in show. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Uh, how are you doing, mate? Lousy. What you got for us? Uh, well, I was actually just. I was listening a couple of days ago, remember it was your uh, band callers. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy that came up and says he wished. You would die. Rich, you're going to kill yourself. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. Yeah. Right. Well, for two days I've been spewing all this because I'm going through... I know yourself, you've got depression, you've just suffered depression. I'm the same kind of fit boat, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and I remember you saying, you stood at a bridge. Yeah. Just jump on the bridge kind of thing. Two two weeks, two weeks and a day ago, I stood on a bridge and I was there. I was ready. I was in the zone. I was going to do it. I was going to do it. Well, I'm, I, I constantly feel like that. Constantly. And see, you hear this guy saying that. It was like, in the night, you were, your back was getting rolled up. And I was like, oh, just, that was the night I was feeling like that, you know what I mean? <clears throat> just his attitude towards people that get through this. Ah, he's a joke. I wouldn't even worry about him. He's a joke. How are you doing today, man? I'm all right. I mean, it's, you know yourself, it's something doing, isn't it? One minute you're high as a kite, next minute you're as low as shite, as you would say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, I mean, it's like... <clears throat> I, I listen to your show, no all the time, because I'm constantly shift, but 
just for the past, well, I'm after two weeks, so it's worse not mean at night you're sitting. I should be out working, you know I mean? I'm sitting about, you don't know what to do, you know what I mean? All your pals are working, aren't it? I'm sleeping for work and... Well, what, what can I go to me was you standing at the bridge. See, when you, do you fear that you can jump on that bridge? Um, uh, well, I don't want to go into the details of it because it's grim, but no, I was set to, I was, I was ready. I was ready to do it, man. Aye. Because I had that, well, I tried, I will, I was two, three years ago, hospital or Christmas, 70 paracetamol and two bottles of wine. Oh, man. I'm sorry you, I'm sorry you felt so bad. Well, I didn't see the day, see the, the actual day I did it. I didn't feel bad. It was, it was two days before Christmas. Got my daughter's presents in, everybody's presents in. Just, every, you know what I mean? It's like everything was sorted, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I came in the house, it was like, you know, you're, so you can only buy the two packs of paracetamol per show or something. So I just went about and... Well, listen. Let's not focus. Let's not focus on that, because because that's ter- you know that's uh, I'm glad you're alive. That's because we're having a good conversation. But mm-hmm. um, y- today you're feeling all right. Ah, I'm all right today. But did mm. you see? It's like that guy two days ago. See for the phone you two days ago. I'd have been on your band list. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean, but that. It's actually took me two days to calm down for what this guy's attitude was. I'm like, God, I mean, well, I mean, I, I know, I know, kids at 16, 15, 16, and about way it's died with depression. You know what I mean, they're taking their own lives. Mm, well, you're a good man. Uh, you're a good and man, Peter. You hear this guy talking about this, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, they get me his family. Don't even, don't even worry about him. That guy's a joke. That guy is. Uh, no, I know. I nothing. know. I just find me, how are you? Are you coping? Okay. No, no. No? No. No, we never did, have we? I don't think we did. I mean, it's like you're saying, it's like the swan on top of the water, isn't it? You can look calm and perfect, and then underneath you're just, the legs are gone 100 miles an hour. I'm not coping very well at all, Peter. Oh, well, I mean, you've got a good person aside you there, no? Yeah. Well, you're going to have a hard time. <coughs> Sorry if I brought all this back up. No, it, was I mean, a, I just, it was already there, Peter. Don't you feel bad about it? No, I just, I was just really annoyed for this guy the other night, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just... It's crappy, especially as he did it just to just to get a reaction. Well, you know what? Sometimes, I wonder if he realised what a reaction that could have been. Well, it could have been worse, couldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that guy just doesn't know... That's how I always like to do the, exper- the, the expression that I saw Cam in the trap, but underneath you... Yeah. People don't know what's going on underneath, don't they? No. Yeah. 
you know, it's happening to loads of people. I believe people listening to this now who know exactly what we're talking about. Aye. And I say, if I had a phone up that day, <coughs> I'd, have been, I'd have been on the band list and I had to wait until another band night to speak back in. But Do you know something? I, 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 I wouldn't have banned you. <laughs> well, I'd say I don't... I listen when I can. Yeah. And just pure big chance I was after that on my from holiday and... I see a lot of constant night shifting and you're sitting, your teeth, you know, your teeth's no fried, but you know what I mean, you're just in that way. Yeah. And you're sitting yourself and then it's like, well, I'll put you in Leon. Yeah. Because I used to watch him on the telly, as I say, I listened to it for, and I heard that more on, and I'm like, oh. Well. I'm, I'm clawing at the couch. <laughs> that way you're like, oh, I can't, I can't phone in. Well. I phone in, I'm just going to gaff my nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Thank you. And thanks thanks for ringing up. You know, it's nice to know there are people like you out there. And thanks for hanging on, because I know times get dark. I know, I know. You never do. We always need somebody to talk to them, mate. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is how I like these stations, because you can phone in. And... But the night, I was like, I need to phone, I need to phone. Yeah. If I don't phone, I'll just irritate me. Yeah, and you know what? Nighttime is the worst time for that kind of thought as well. Oh, I it know. Goes, it goes round and round. Definitely. <clears throat> and I think that's how I prefer to work night things. Uh-huh. So, keep busy. But then, aye. But then when you're not working, you're like, I'm pacing the house and drinking more than I should be drinking. Mm. Yeah. But, but is it all right? Yeah, it'll be all right. Thanks, Peter. Nice to speak to you. No problem. You take care of yourself. You too. Bye. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sorry, guys. A little, uh, little too much... Um, Exposure there. Let's go to. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to Alan. Good evening, Alan. You know what I mean? Um, I feel a bit bad for you because I feel like everyone's coming on the show and putting all their like crap on you and making you feel bad. And then at the end of the night, you go home and you think about it. But uh, maybe you don't. But yeah, some, yeah, yeah, I do. But that last caller was a gentleman, and Peter didn't didn't make me feel bad in the slightest. So, so I don't oh, that's know. cool, man. Yeah, don't, no, I'm not don't. saying about him, but just in like what I've heard tonight about the Jesus and all that. Everyone else is everyone else is an a hole. Fair enough. Let's just let's uh, here we go. Do we're going to get through the next forty minutes and we're going home. That's what we're doing. I've, then, had, we? I've had a bad week. Well, since I last talked to you, um, go on. I was out on my scooter. And a car, like in the middle of the road, just started to open its door and it hit my. Oh no! Leg. Mate. And uh, luckily, it's only just bruised. I haven't broken anything. But so, hang on. Uh, so, what? You were you were sort of beside it as it was opening it, and it smacked your leg. No, I was on a main road, and it just stopped in the main road, and it literally opened the door, and I was doing about thirty-five. You didn't go flying over the front, did you? No, I managed to control well, that's... my scooter. All right, well, we, we look for the, try and look for the blessings, and that's incredible, because, uh, you know, flying o- going flying over the front of a scooter is my biggest fear. How badly did it hit your leg, man? What, what, what's the damage? 
Um, I could probably send some pictures in. Uh, I went to A&E. Um... Yeah, go on, send us some pictures. That's the kind of stuff I like to see. It's a young man's injured. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I went home... Up. I went home first and got myself a large whiskey and ice before I went to the hospital, so... <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was the best idea to do, as I'm not really good at hospitals and I don't really like doctors that much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's great. And it's been great listening to your show because I can't really do anything else. So can you not Can you not move? Are you kind of conf- confined to the sofa? I can move, but, like, if I stay on my leg too long, it starts to swell up and the bottom of my feet starts to swell up as well. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, it's really badly bruised. <laughs> um, do you want us to... Hang on, was it, was it a, a man or a woman that, that did it? Um, I believe it was a guy, but he drove off. But I got his registration and I gave it to the police, so... What colour was he? <laughs> we get Liam Neeson on <laughs> He was if an he, old... Was he black? Because if he's child. black, we can get Liam to sort it out. If he was white, I'm afraid you're on your own. He's one of them, like, you know, them ones who wear the, um, like, the builders, you know, like old builders, like chubby ones, who always at the cafe. <laughs> chubby old builders at the cafe. Ah. Hang on, he just drove off, did he? Yeah, he just drove off. Did he not say, even say sorry? Or, did he know that he'd done it? I'm guessing so, because um, he went off quite quick. Oh, um, what a scumbag. That is snide, isn't it? it? Right, we need to hunt all of the greasy spoons, <laughs> and we need to find a chubby old builder having breakfast. That's what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so um, apart from that, I've been doing really good, though. Since the medication started taking it, everything's changed, so I've started is... to interact with people as well. So That is wicked. I'm, 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 glad you're, I'm glad your head is on the mend. And you know what? Maybe uh, being forced to be physically still, maybe, you, you, I don't know, maybe you can do a bit of thinking and it will, you know, take you to places inside you and maybe you can work some stuff out. I don't know. Or maybe you'll just be bored. Yeah, um, get, and get to be fair, like the, bre- the Brexit thing, I think is a total load of crap. Because, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, wh- whatever we vote for, it's not really going to make a. Di- I don't think it's going to make a difference, really, because no. the, the politicians, the government, want what they want. They do what they want most of the time. So, yeah. of course, they do. They don't care about you. They don't care about <laughs> you. They don't care about me. They care about they their care hedge about funds. Anyone. They like, care about them. They care about... Not all of them. There are some really good politicians. I've met some good politicians, right? But a lot of them, they care about their hedge funds, their bank accounts, and their careers. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't care about them. So I just get on my life, and I pay my taxes, and I do what I have to do, and then I'm happy, you know, because... Good. <laughs> good. That's it, man. As long as your side of the street is clean, then you're, you're groovy. All right, Alan. Nice one, man. Thanks for the call. Well, that's just my mate. Cheers, bye-bye. Oh, could you even shift in his leg then? Oh, God, that was it, wasn't it? I wonder what that noise was. Hey. Oh, dear. Let's try Claire. Good evening, Claire. Good evening. How are you? Oh, great, Claire. What have you got <laughs> for us tonight? Well, I don't have a whole lot for you. I just want to tell you how great my life is at the moment. Go on, let's hear it. Let's, this, is, this is great. This is what we need. This is wonderful. Yes, let's have some positivity. Let's have some light. Let's have some life, some love, some celebration. Exactly. Let's hear Claire's, Claire's wonderful life. A little bit of light and love is exactly what you need on this show right now is what I was thinking. That's why I called in. I want to tell you how great my job is. Love it. Oh, this is wonderful. What do you do for a living? I manage a charity shop. I manage the Salvation Army shopping. Yes, place. ma'am. What's the, what's the best thing that's come in that you've taken home before the punters have got to see it? I don't do that. Claire. I always give the punters the first step. you're doing it wrong. No, 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 no. I am being a genuine and honest person. I never take things before the public have a look at it. 
That's outrageous. Okay. Well, that's good. So you're, you're enjoying that. You're loving that. Why are you loving that so much? Well, because I have worked for other charities before, and this is the first time that I've ever seen people in my local community benefit directly oh. from the money that comes in and the donations that come in. Oh, there you go. Well, that's a wonderful thing to witness. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. And I don't think that there's any other job in the world where you could see people who are in hard times benefit and do better because of the job that you're doing. Doctors. Yeah, doctors can do that, but then they're at the the behest of the pharmaceutical companies, aren't they? No, come on now. You've gone all conspiracy theory on me. No, they're not. That is not a conspiracy theory. Of course it is. What do you mean? What do you mean? You were doing so well and now you're sort of spouting nonsense. What do you mean they're at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies? You don't think there is that doctors are driven by a pure desire to heal people? Yeah, doctors are, but they are at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies. Well, what does that mean? Tell me what you mean by it, because I don't understand the sentence at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies. Have you ever had a friend or a relative who's also had cancer? God, Jesus. Yes. Yes. And have they gone through chemotherapy? Yes. And at the end of chemotherapy, if it hasn't worked, have they gone through the trial drugs? Oh, hang on, hang on a second. You're assuming it hasn't worked. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, well, for, for um, the person I'm thinking of, it worked. So, yeah, the doctors worked. OK. But often, people with cancer also <laughs> offered <laughs> Where's a this trial, going? She sounded so normal, drug. and now she's gone weird on me. Right, a trial uh, drug, Oh, yes. well, weird is, you know. Yeah, you've gone weird. Well, you started off quite weird, but now you've gone super weird. OK, so the doctors are at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies because of trial drugs for cancer. If a drug doesn't make enough money for the company, then they will not give it to the NHS. Okay, no, well, that doesn't mean the doctors are at the behest of the... You're conflating two separate issues. That doesn't mean the doctors are at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies. Well, yes, they are, because they cannot... Okay, they might be, but the argument you've put forward is not... does not back up that claim. Do you mean the mercy of the pharmaceutical companies rather than the behest? Probably the mercy. Right, well, then the words are very precise. Right, well, okay, to a, cert- to a certain extent, they are. Yes, money. No, they're at the, they're at the mercy of money. They're at the mercy of exactly. money. Yeah, which, exactly. is diff- so, which is completely different to saying they're at the behest of the pharmaceutical companies. But I would suggest, but you're, you're original, all of this, because you said you couldn't think of another job where someone gets to see the good that they're doing. And I said doctors, and doctors do. Doctors save lives. So, yeah. But they have their hands tied. Oh, God. Do you know what, Claire? They don't. Not tonight. Any other reasons why your life is so great you want to show off about? (laughs) Any other reasons why your life is great that you want to show off about? No, my life sucks at this precise moment in time, which if you've been listening, you would know about. Oh, darling, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Thanks for your call. Uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. But thanks for the call. Let's try Danny. Good evening, Danny. Hello, you two. I'm going to be nice. Don't worry. I'm... <laughs> What's going on? Why is there such a weird vibe? What have I done? I'm just a radio host. Is it a full moon? Don't... No, it's not. It's, it's... We're close. It's a very tiny moon. It's a uh, fingernail moon tonight. It's... Or should we say, is it a full sun? You never tell. You can never night. tell these days with the yeah. mirrors on the moon. <laughs> Two things I could uh, talk about. 
sausages and shingles. Um, <laughs> can you combine the both? Sausages shingles. Sausages. Sausages. Shingle flavoured sausages. Oh my god. I've got shingles. How did that happen? It's horrible. Painful, huh? Isn't that being run down? Or am I simplifying things? I'm not a doctor anymore. I think that was a bloke on the motorbike a couple of calls ago. This guy's good. This guy is sharp. Danny is sharp tonight. Yeah, if you've had chicken pox and it just re-emerges through the the nerve... Hey, here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. There's there's, there's several kids at my kid's school who've had chicken pox. Yeah. And they've got chicken pox again. What is going on? My... um, What is going on? My brother-in-law reckons he's had it twice. That That defies science. What is going on, Danny? It's itchy, but I've only got it in a few places, mainly under my arm. And the other thing, sausages. You know, everyone loves a good sausage, don't they? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, and for years I've had sausages and they've always made me ill. And now I've found that it was the gluten in the sausages. I I can now eat sausages until they're coming out of my ears. I thought you were allergic to lips and arseholes, but... (laughs) I know, he loves those. (laughs) It's it's gluten. The The price of these swines, they shouldn't be. They're lovely. They've got no gluten in them, and now I'm scoffing sausages like there's no tomorrow. All right. What was it making you... How was it making you ill? It was giving him shingles. When I got to my mid-40s, <laughs> it gave me shingles. Them pigs had shingles. <laughs> uh, when I got to my mid-40s, gluten and lactose started to really affect me. Yeah. But, oh, I've always had trouble with sausages, so I've got these ones with no gluten. You in know them. you're supposed I'm to put them in your mouth, yeah? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh dear, I've made a fatal error. Danny, you've made a fatal error by shoving sausages up your bum. Good evening, Michelle. <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> Michelle liked that one. She's been there. <laughs> good evening, Michelle. Good evening, good evening. Um, good evening to you both. I just wanted to... I didn't realise you, you've already covered ASMR, haven't you? Yes. Catherine is the best at it. I'm very good at it. Oh, I absolutely love it. I was just going to say, people out there have got like a racing, you know, if your brain's racing in the evening and you can't stop from thinking about stuff, it's completely free. And if you just type in ASMR into YouTube, they bring up loads of different artists. Do you, do you, what, what, what sounds work for you, Ian? Um, I like um, like crinkly things. I like the scissors. Well, uh, I like... Kath, but Kath can do ASMR. She's great, man. Because it's just about doing a little bit louder than a whisper, not a total whisper. <laughs> but you just do slightly louder, and then I can get, I can just let me just give you a little scratch, Michelle. Okay. Well, that's too much. Oh yeah. She likes that. Yeah, I like scratching. I like scissors over there. Maybe give her a trim. Oh, I can't find the scissors. I can't find the scissors. Let me just take some notes with my pen. <laughs> I think you should do a little channel or something. I might. I might make some money out of it. Oh, hang on. I've got the scissors. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Oh, thank you, Sam. Ready? Ready, Michelle? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. What's that? Oh, you're cutting hair. But, but what hair is she cutting? Is she cutting your hair? She's cutting the hair on her nipples. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's doing. I grow especially. <laughs> little just trim. For, just for these occasions. Do you like the, the mouth noises? Have you heard those when they go? Ian those ones. Those. Go on, Ian. <laughs> I like those. Those are the best. What don't she be <laughs> she's, gone, she's gone somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, thank ASMR. Thumbs up. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, we we will be Tutty bye. We'll be checking that out later on. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hello. Good evening, Ian. Hello, Cass. Hi, John. Hello, John. Just two quick points, mate, if you don't mind. Last time I rang, you said you'd rang the Samaritans twice and you hadn't got. You didn't get through. No. Now they've got my number behind the back of there. I'm not a stalker right now. If ever you find you've got no one to talk to, and man. you don't want to talk to friends or anyone else, and you just need someone to talk to, mate, you can use it. Just, just give me a call. My name is journalist. Jo- uh, my name is John. <laughs> no, no. No. John at the mirror. <laughs> yeah. John, no, John, honestly, uh, listen, uh, I'm I'm not going to take you up on the offer, but because yeah. it would be inappropriate. But I, I, I honestly, I I um I am very very touched by that offer, and I really really appreciate it. And that is that is very very kind. So thank you very much. No, it's all right. And the second thing I'd like to say is something you say to some people a lot of times: "Love you, brother. Be nice to yourself." Eh? Oh, now why have you done? Why has he done that? <laughs> why has he no. come on and made me cry again? Well, a lot of us appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thanks, John. Cheers, man. No worries. Turn up. Bye, 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 bye. What time does Paul Ross start, man? Not now. Good evening, Dave. Good evening. Good evening, Cass. Hi, Dave. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, um, just, just. Oh, it's Dave, Dave. It. it's Dave, Dave. It's, it's, it's yeah, Dave, Dave. Yeah, it's me again. Dave, yeah. Dave. You're not, you're not arguing this time, which is a, you know, a nice thing. No. <laughs> um, I just want to say I'm, I'm 20 years out of um, the clinic. I ended up in. This month, in fact, and um, you sometimes feel you haven't gone anywhere in 20 years, but um, I've come quite a long way, and I've, I've been in a similar place as you recently, and it's just, you know, there's nothing anyone else can say, really, but, you know, um, you know sort of, um, I don't know what to say, but I do want to ask, yesterday, did you clear up the Gary Shandling show lyric question? We never. Why has he made things worse now by bringing up the Gary Shandling lyric? Had to mention it, wouldn't he? Couldn't we? Do you know what we've got? We've got to listen. We've got to listen to it. We've got to cheat, Gary Shandling. Thing. Oh no! I know it off the top oh, of my oh, head. Oh, oh, yeah. hang on a minute! It was a. It wasn't a question. It was an offer. It was a challenge. Well, in that case, do it, man. Do it. And what from the start? Y- yes. Uh, yes. Uh, this is a theme to Gary show. The theme to oh, was it? Oh, he's got it wrong. Second right. line, yeah. he's got it wrong. No, take another yeah, one. Up. Gary called me up and asked me. I've right. No, start again. Cause start again because yeah. you've got it wrong. Start again. You can do this. Okay. This is a theme to Gary's show. The theme is to Gary's show. Stop! Stop! Gary stop! 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 Uh, stop. <laughs> this is the theme to Gary's show. The theme to Gary's show. Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. Here we go. We're gonna. We're gonna. Right. Hang on a minute. Turn, turn that turn flipping the, thing off. That's do-duck meditation. Here we go. Um, right. So we're going to have the first... Hang on. But uh, I really can't stay. I'm actually off to the... No, po- that's the closing theme, and it's different. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to have the first bit, and then you... This is the theme to Gary show. Do you know what? I apologise, Dave. You're right. <gasps> Dave, Ian Lee. Dave, I step back. I shut up. You give us the theme, brother. I thought it was this yeah. is the theme to Gary show, the opening theme. Is not the no, word opening the is not mentioned. Yeah, Dave, I apologise. Away you go. Please start again. Again, uh, this is a theme to Gary show. The theme to Gary show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme, his theme song. I'm always halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? And the second bit, which we couldn't get last night, which was this is a theme to Gary's show. The opening theme to Gary's show. This is the music that you hear when you watch the credits. We're almost uh, we're almost to the part where I start to whistle. Then we'll watch the Gary Shandling show. I, mean, I think it's the theme to Gary show. The 
Gary show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? This is the theme to Gary show. The, the opening theme, theme to, to Gary, Gary show. show. This is the music that you hear as you watch the credits. We're almost to the part of where I start the whistle. Then we'll watch it's Gary Shandling show. Well, uh, Dave, uh, respect, and I'm going to say envy. Respect <laughs> and envy. Nights in the nineties, watching that thing, I think. Uh, uh, you know. oh, some show. It doesn't quite it stand up as well because uh, uh, I got the box set. Doesn't quite stand up as well as it should. It's brilliant. It's funny. It's innovative, but it's a little. Th- th- there's, there's some bits that drag a little bit. Unlike well, Larry Sanders, where there's no drag. In well, one. yeah, it's quite funny. The, the DVD commentary on the first show, I think, on the box set, where it, it's just Gary Shandling going, "What is this? This is rubbish. We, you know, <laughs> this is nothing like the show we made it into. It just, it, it just doesn't work." Which is poor old um, Gary Shandling. Yeah, poor old Gary Shandling. But I, I mean, that, that documentary that they got mentioned last night. I, I didn't know half the stuff about him, the way he started and um, everything like that. It no, was, and uh, also the help he would help like loads of comics, and he would like um, punch up scripts on films and stuff, and make them funnier and things like that without taking yeah. any credit or anything. Yeah, no, he was a, he's a, a wonderful man, and uh, yeah, it's a great shame. But, great um, All right, Dave, but, I'm going to uh, I'm going to cut you off. Good. Let's go to Graham. Good evening, Graham. Hey, buddy. Hey, Graham. Um, I've just got a gift for you if you want it. It's not a bunch of fives, is it? Oh, God. No. Um, your XTC thing, if you can get hold of the live recordings, if you've fried your label's budget on everything else, yeah. I've got a studio in East London. Sorry? You can come and mix and master it there for free. What the heck? Um, okay. But uh, okay, I don't have the technical skill to mix and master. There's part of me thinking, I think I could do that, but actually I don't because it's a really, really skilled. <laughs> it's a no. Skill. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if you had someone who did the recordings, the multi tracks, who would want to come in and do the engineering. If you don't have anyone, we can. We've got engineers and masters who can do the work for you. Are you uh, are you uh, talking to me? And this is not a criticism. This is great. While doing like a little sort of stretch. little stretch there, you're doing a bit of a little stretch like that. I like that, because that's kind of blokey, it's earthy. Have you? Um, le- uh, uh, um, uh, let me... OK, let me have a little think, Graham. That's very kind. Thank you, man. What kind of stuff do you do in your studio? Uh, all kinds, because we have various engineers that come in, so some do more punk stuff, again. some do West End musical stuff. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real mix. Oh, wow. All right. I, I envy people who've got a proper studio. I'd like to have a studio. I like to think I have a studio. I don't. I have a computer. And that feels like a studio to me. Hey, Graham, you're, you're, a, you're a good man. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. That's all right. Thank you very much indeed. Yawning, Graham. I, I like him. that. Let's have a break. And then we've got um, Alex and Simon and Pablo. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, okay. Let's go to Alex. Good evening, Alex. Hello, Alex. Hey, hey, hey. At least if I, you know, I'm waiting. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Which name are you using? Are you using Alex or Lee tonight? Which name? Is that what's confusing you? 
Yeah, that confused me a lot, actually. Because you've given the name Alex. I, didn't, I, did, I, I actually said anonymous. No, you didn't, because he would have typed it on the screen if you had. Anyway, OK, well, we're... we're... I, I, did, I didn't type anything. I, oh, I Jesus, man, what call. do you want? What do you want? All right, I, listen. Not tonight. Let's try Simon. Hello, Simon. Good evening. Good evening, Both Simon. What have you got for us tonight? I am... Um, well, I'm just ringing because I've not been in a very good place of late, and um, I just sort of heard you on the... Uh, you know, having a having a moment. Having a little. And I just, yes. I just wanted to say that you and Kath, you bring me a whole lot of happiness and joy, and my life wouldn't be the same if I didn't have you guys of an evening. So, you know, thank you, and you are loved, and you are, you know, and we've we've had our ups and downs and moments, but you know, what I respect about you more than anything is that. Everybody gets treated the same. It's a level playing field, and you you just keep it so interesting and so real. Keeping it real, keeping it real on the streets, the streets of San Francisco in yeah. the United States of America in the 1980s. And I think I I think also that I would not be alone in saying that to you. I think that you are, um, uh, you you are. You, you do provide a lot of comfort and support for... Yeah, sometimes. And sometimes I, I provide a lot of discomfort for people. Yeah, you know, it's... I, um, yeah, but we all do. Yeah, but we all do, though. We all do. But anyway. the thing is, as well, I wanted anyway. to tell you as well, it's yeah. probably going to make it worse, oh. I made a very special purchase today. Go on, what did you purchase? Two tickets to the rabbit hole. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh. I'm coming to see ya. This is, which one are you coming to? Uh, Luton. Hey, nice one, man. They wicked. Thank you very much. That's a good one. Because I, I was born and raised in Luton. I've told you before. I was born and raised in Luton. I live in uh, New, New Forest now. But I had, a, I had a sort of thought today, and I thought it would be really good to catch up with my old school friend, who I don't hardly ever see. There we go. He is aware of you, but he's never listened or anything. Yeah. And I thought, well, uh, why not come up, see him, come and see you guys. Hey, nice one. And, uh... And yeah, and see if you see if you really do look that good in the flesh. Here we go. And this you is can. The thing. Here's the thing. Right. Uh, well, listen, we really appreciate anyone that comes to our shows. We really appreciate it. So thank you very much. I look forward to shaking your hand. Yes. And thank but you. don't tell. Here's remind. Right. Don't tell me yeah. who you are. I'm going to spot you. Okay. I'm going to spot you. I'm going to I'm going to sniff you out. Okay. And I'm going to spot you, and I'm going to find you. Are you going to destroy me? No, I'm not going to destroy you. I'll come and shake you. I'll give you, I'll give you a hug if a hug is appropriate. I don't know if it is, but I'll certainly shake your hand. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to find you. I'm going to, I'm going to recognise Simon using my gift. Right. Yeah. Let's see if you can, then. Yeah, I'm doing it. It's happening. It is happening. And, and, and the thing is, as well, as well is like, obviously, you know, we we're not, as you say, we're not friends, but we have shared, and I've shared some quite intimate stuff yeah, with you. Yeah. And although, you know, although there's... You know what I'm trying to say. It'd just be nice to actually shake your hand and yours, Kath, yeah. and, and show some appreciation to you, that's all. Well, we appreciate you, Simon. Thanks for buying a ticket, Thanks, man. We'll, we'll see you uh, the end of March. Isn't see you March on the 24th. 24th. See you then, man. Thank you very much indeed. If you want to come to the shows, guys, ianlee.com slash event. Uh, if you want to, there's only... Um, 
I think like 25 tickets left for Manchester. Really? Manchester's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's happening. Good evening, Pablo. Hey, Pip, how do? Yes, Yeah, I, I can't quite compete with uh, Graham, the, the lethargic studio owner, but I, I do have a, a gift of thought for you, uh, a possible new obsession. There we go, yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. um, is it Spalding Grey? He's my new obsession at the moment. Um, no, it, 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 it's a bit more of a base level. Everyone, fair. everyone, your homework is to Google Spalding Gray, because I think I'm about to fall in love with the guy. I think I'm about to be transfixed by this guy's insane work. But go on, Pablo. Wait, it, it, um, are you familiar with Dr. Pimple Popper? Of course I am, man. Are we're we familiar? On, what are you talking about? We're on, we're on season two. Yeah, well, no, I was just going to say season two's just, uh, just started off. It's uh, not just I, started. I, I'm on episode three or four of season two of Dr. Pimple Popper. What, what? Yeah, what, 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 what are you talking? What are you talking about? We we are we're, we're ahead, ahead, of the curve, man. ahead of the curve here in terms of Doctor Pimple Popper. I can never keep up with you, hip kids. You can't, man. We 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 set the trends, and um, yeah, oh. no, we love it. And I've got someone, um, Dave. It's a Dave, I think. Yes, Dave, who um, reminds me that it's on. Let's say, let's just say, he reminds me. Mm-hmm. He sends me little email reminders. And um, we've yeah. become very good at spotting lipomas. Yeah, lipomas are disappointing. Well, I must say, I, I get uh, I, I work with uh, quite a lot of people in the community, and I do come across with a lot of people who um, yeah. do have lesions and such things, and uh, that kind of uh, what do you call it, mushroom nose uh, type of things. And uh, to fight the urge, sometimes just reach across. Oh God, I love her job. I want her job. Oh, no, I when, when it comes out, big like big bowl of cottage cheese comes out of a of a of a zit, a spot. And then these aren't even spots; he's like the size of a, of a baby on someone's back. And you've got to appreciate as well; she, she she's she's got the expertise to know. Oh, I'll, I'll leave that for a little bit more. Yeah, she, she'll go in for a bit and then go. Well, I'll leave that. You know, anybody else, they'll be going there till it's all spurt and red, and it's all yeah. it's too no, much. She respects she respects the the yeah. pimples, and she very rarely mentions the smell, and it must stink. Have you noticed um, the pens that she has in the reception <laughs> We're area? We're obsessed with them. No, I, don't, I don't think so, no. Watch it. Watch it when they come in, and sometimes you see them sign in in reception. What, look at the pens. They're incredible. Oh, I shall keep an eye out for that. Thank you, Pablo. There you go. You see. Was, was there anything else? Um, oh, yeah. Well, obviously, I won't mention any specifics, of course, uh, for uh, um, hanging up reasons. But, um, yeah, I've had some guests on my radio show recently. Plug, here you go. Here's the thing. You come on and we always cut you off before you plug it. Plug your radio show, man. Tell us what it is and where, where well, people can find it. Well, it's Pablo's Vault of Horror, yeah. uh, which is every Tuesday from 10 o'clock till midnight. Yeah. Um, and kind of focus on horror, news, reviews, interviews, and uh, music of the news. genre. Is everything rhyme with ooze? Uh, well, I, 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 try, I try a little bit of. I'm trying my flow. Oh. I'm working on my. And how's flow. it going? You enjoying it? Yeah, it's really canny. It's it's, it's going it's going pretty good. Um, and as I say I had a my first guest I had on was a, I had a wrestler on. Um, I interviewed him, and then I've, I had a studio full on Tuesday. I had like four four people in. Um, but it's grand, But it's at novaradio.co.uk. All right, I'm I'm just I've, I downloaded the WFMU app. So I was trying to find uh, the Nazario scenario, but it's not on there. But I found a programme which I've not listened to, but the description... Listen to this, right? Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. It's a weekly show. 
a live improvised sound collage experiment going back 25 years, weaving mesmerising new soundscapes from found and collected materials right in the present moment. Pop music, speeches, live phone calls, does this sound familiar? And spontaneous monologues become ambient, loopy, layered threads riding the liminal spaces between waking and dreaming. That's Ooh, like what's that called? It's called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza, and it's on WFMU. I've and never it, heard liminal on its own. Subliminal, yes, liminal. It's liminal. Does that mean, like, in the forefront of our mind? What yeah. does liminal mean? Yeah, liminal's got... Because sub has got to be underneath, yeah. so liminal is there. But anyway, I, I, the description... I sent it to um, our mate Dan... I said, anyway, Dan, I've not had a chance to listen to this, but you might like this. Dan Rayner. Sounds very similar, yeah. And he replied, like, ten minutes later, going, this is insanely good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to check. That's my tip. All right, Pablo, nice one, mate. I, I want to ride my liminal spaces. Um, let's very quickly go to Andy. Paul Ross has joined us. Good evening, Andy. How are you gorgeous creatures? How are you both? Oh, you know, you know, you know. I'm looking forward to going to bed and then probably going at 7 o'clock because my kid's going to be off school tomorrow because he's sick. I'm sick. Oh, what a day it's going to oh. be. Yeah, well, I'm very, very sorry to hear that. But, yeah, no, I haven't called for a while, and I've just thought... You called right at the end, just as it's Paul Ross's time. I I know, but it's not... It's because I haven't really got much to say, and because I'm too nervous to call Paul, because I'm a big fan of his. I don't don't take calls. Yeah, so so there you go. You'd only be rejected. You'd feel the sting of his rejection. (laughs) But that's a dream, to be honest with you, to be rejected by Paul Ross. Well, it can happen now. Give us a call. Go on, give us a call, matey. No, Paul, reject him now. Go on. Andy, you've not made the cut. Goodbye. There we go. What's happened? You see, it's as simple as that. Just made, made his day. Made his, made his day. And he's um, he's a dirty pervert. Oh, gosh, so, so He's a much. dirty pervert. We're talking of which, Germans love a sausage. The German food agency recognises 1,750 different types of sausage. Yes. They have Rohwurst, which is raw meat, but it's cured inside a sausage. Ooh. They have Brewwurst, which is a mixture of raw and cooked meat in a sausage. And they have Cockwurst, which is cooked meat. Okay. Oh, thank God for that. Cockverse. K, of course. We are speaking to the man who's just opened in Bavaria, Germany, and the world's first sausage hotel. Oh. That is all I need to say to you. A sausage extravaganza on the show. He brought up bad memories. Cockverse was my nickname at school, and it's just... Uh... <laughs> Things will go from brat to verse on the show. A sausage hotel. Sausage hotel. Don't the forget, bolsters... open with your verse joke. Oh, very good. The, the bolsters are like hot dog sausages. The wallpaper is sausages. Guess what they have on the menu? Nothing but sausages. Oh. <laughs> Man, wouldn't you? What, I just hope. I mean, I'm sure because Germans are yeah very good at English. I come to fix a boiler. I hope yes. his English is pretty good. Yes. We had a guy in last. Oh, night. I hope it isn't because I'd love to listen. <laughs> Go on, who did you have? Okay, it's very good though. But he was uh, he was a willing Lithuanian, and he's a guide at the KGB Museum in Manhattan. Okay, so I was beside myself about. They've got all kinds of listening, but his English was. Uh, I mean, he made he, seriously. He made Mike Graham sound articulate. His English was terrible, really terrible. What but else? He, he well, well meaning. Apart guy. from sausages, uh, we're off to outer space. Of course, we're talking TV with Mike Ward yeah. and uh, the usual Tosh. There we go. Perfect. Brilliant. Sounds great. Well, something for you. I don't really understand. One of these three D printer things. We're talking to two men who've developed a new one. They can do. Oh. They can beam off or re- replicate mini off. versions of Rodan's The Thinker. Wow. You know, I mean, how complex is that? I never forget, and I didn't do this. Asda were doing like, they had like 3D printers yeah, for a while, is. and you could go in and get a th- little 3D model of you. And I thought that Asda. was. Yeah, Asda! Yeah, Asda! They had like, a th- like one 3D printer that was. They're going to be washing money for the mafia or something, haven't they? Well, they've got 3D printers. I in seriously Asda contemplated buying a Beyonce angel for the top of my Christmas tree that was made of 3D printing. Wow. Beyonce. But you can buy 3D printers now. I knew you two would love that subject, you see. I love it, but you can buy them for about four or 500 quid now. They're not. Out of this world, a 3D... I don't know what material they... 
You my just... technology with Asda ran out when you could take photographs of yourself and your children, they put it on birthday cakes for you. Yeah. That was the limit for me. I think they stopped doing that because of copyright issues. What? Sorry. I, po- I think so. They said, oh, we can't guarantee that the photograph you're being in is your own copyright. I've got to eat it. Who you cares? Can buy, you can buy a 3D printer. Thank you, Paul Ross. Always worth a listen at one o'clock. Um, that's it. We're just, done. just at one o'clock, not till five. No, yes, just, just the first five minutes. I picked too early. It. That's it. Oh, and then we're done, I think, aren't we now? Are we done? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's your lot. Don't forget, there are podcasts of plenty. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I'm probably not going to come in tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep. So you'll be in tonight. At yeah. I look forward to um, hearing. Please phone me up. Oh, no. Otherwise, I'll just do it all ASMR. I'm not going to. Not you. Oh, you're doing them... the listener. Can we not 3D print a version of him? Oh, God, really? Like that. Just for the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul's coming up next. This is Talk Radio.